Well, hello again and welcome uh, <clears throat> to another week of realities may vary. My reality is that I have uh, some little thing in my throat. I got to take a drink of water, but uh, welcome. I'm Brian Noonan. That's Cody Goff. Our co-host Craig Collins is not here tonight because, uh, I listen, here's, here's Craig's excuse. He has to get some sleep. Now, why does he have to get some sleep? Well, because not only is he hosting his afternoon show every day on WMBD this week from uh, 3 to 6, he is also hosting mornings. What did I say? No, you said it right. But whenever you say his call letters, I'm going to say NBD. Like oh, no big I, deal. Oh, right. No big deal. I get it. I forgot that was ironically thing. because he's a, he is a big deal. Actually. All right. I want to see what you're going to do with the other ones. Uh, he's also on uh, WIBC this week doing mornings at some ungodly hour. You'll have to. Uh, I've, I'm trying to see. I don't Freaking have the time. Here. Freaking I think here. it. I think it starts. It doesn't. It start at like uh, IBC Rupert. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it starts at like six o'clock. It's Eastern. early. Eastern. It's early. It's yeah. yeah no, dude. He's really early. He's so, a champ. He's a yeah. Super. So he's doing well. Here's the problem with that. He's gotten too good at being a radio host. So he's hogging <laughs> all the jobs. This is my. This is my issue. He's he. You know. He's got two jobs. He's like the Ryan Seacrest of talk radio now. Yeah. He's working all over the country, doing all these stations, taking all the jobs. Craig's better looking. Than who, Ryan Seacrest? Yeah. Uh, Listen, I I don't think I'm qualified to speak on that right now because, you know, Ryan Seacrest is a national icon. Is he? Is is he still working? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about Ryan Seacrest. I thought he just dropped off the face of the plant. I think he was... Are you Remember trolling aught, now or are you no. being serious? Or are you joking? Yeah, I'm being no, the aught early 2000s. It was all like <clears throat> Ryan Seacrest all over the place. He works 200 hours a week. He's the host of every yeah. show. Yeah, he hosts, he hosts uh, live with Ryan and Kelly. He took over Regis's or uh, Michael Strahan's spot. So he and Kelly Ripper are on TV every morning. He is the host of American Idol on ABC. He still hosts his own radio show and the syndicated show that's on in about 187,000 markets. Uh, so yeah, so Ryan Seacrest is still a force to be read. Plus he's the producer of keeping up with the Kardashians. How sad that I know all these Ryan Seacrest. Facts. Yeah. Why do you, why? Because, uh, I I'm consumed with envy over everybody who has more than one job. Well, then there you were know? like, then there were rumors and they're like, well, is he asexual? Because he didn't that time in a relationship doing all that. I think he's, I think he's got a lady. Uh, now he dated that Julianne Huff for a while, who was on Dancing with the Stars, who looks cre- creepily like her brother, from the neck wow. up. Their faces look exactly the same. Look up so I don't know way. if uh, I don't know if Ryan Seacrest has a, uh, you know, has a lady right now. Hello, everybody who's uh, joining us on the chat. We welcome you here uh, to Ryan Seacrest talk, as we often do. Uh, but yeah, so that's why Craig's not here because he's working double duty this week, and uh, you know. Since he's got to be up at think at three in the morning, he's going to bed at night after working. Uh, you know, doing what? I think it's six hours of radio, three in the morning, three or four in the morning, and then uh, three in the afternoon. And that's prepping. A lot of, I don't. I don't envy him. Stuff. He's he's a pro. Yeah, that's a lot of. Work. Yeah, he's he's pulling those double duties. He dated you know? Julianne Hoff. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he dated shit. her for a while. She's not married. I, I don't know. Why do I know Julianne Huff stuff? I know. Oh, I like I know her. For, uh, for some reason, I like her. And I don't remember. I like her from something. But I de- like. I know she Dancing did Dancing with, with the, the Stars. Was that it? I think that's all she's done. 
Not and that that's a big deal. Well, then, then I remember. I know why I paid attention to her recently. She got married, but then she got divorced because she said she she came out as uh, there were. It was something about her sexuality. I don't mm. uh, I don't remember the details, and I don't want to misrepresent them, especially during Pride Month. But um, there was something about uh, about that, and uh, so then so that's why I noticed her in the news recently. But her face and her brother Derek's face are, you know, usually siblings have some sort of resemblance, but they look eerily similar. I think maybe, I don't know if they're twins. If they're twins, that makes more sense, but they're eerily similar. Yeah, like if you were dating her you and you went over for Christmas and she's sitting next to Derek at the table, you'd go, oh my, wow, this is weird. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's that odd, quite frankly. Uh, Cindy says, Ryan always has a girlfriend. He has many. Sure, if you're Ryan Seacrest, why would you let yourself get tied down? You're a mogul. You're a bazillionaire. You're a mobile. You're immobile. Yes, you've been. You've been. You can't go immobile. anywhere. That, that's right. Why you can't go anywhere. Gotta... So you, you got to have a girlfriend to move you around, to put you in right, a basket, yeah. and carry you places. Sure, that is it. Like so how what, Elon that, is a, oh, I like how Elon's a business magnet. Let, let me tell you. Did you see the story? I know this is a news story. This is going to throw you way off. Did you see the story that came out this afternoon of the uh, the secret uh, IRS files that came out that basically said that the top 25 earning Americans paid almost zero in taxes? Elon Musk and uh, Bezos, for the billions that they made, paid absolutely zero federal income tax. Zero. How? Now, I don't, all the loopholes, you know? Oh, Craig is going. Craig oh, is going Craig, to we love you. Hi, Craig. Uh, we Woo! miss you. We'll talk to you next week. Try we to get miss some. You. Try to get some sleep. Uh, <laughs> as your, uh, you know what he did? He tuned. He tuned in to see if we badmouthed him. <laughs> I don't blame no, we him. Saved, I don't, we saved I don't that blame for him. the end of the show. We saved that for the end of the show. Yeah, when we know Just, he's asleep. <laughs> uh, no, you. No, no. I know him too no. well. I know he'll just listen back later, so I would never yeah. say anything. I don't have anything well, there's bad nothing to say. Yeah, there's nothing bad to say. Turns, it's not like we're turns, hiding it. Turns out we're, we all like each other stop sending me. Just stop sending me the text during the show, bad-mouthing him. <laughs> Ooh, that was private. Never mind. Yes, we do all like each other, which is, uh, you know, which is going to make it even more horrifying when this thing implodes. Yeah. You know. Wow. That's... <laughs> um, That's no, it. I didn't see that. Uh, yes, that just well, came out was... this afternoon. I had my I had my head down. I was working hard oh. today, or was I hardly working? <laughs> hey yo! And uh, <laughs> uh, in the process of doing that, let's see, tax evasion twenty twenty one. Let's see news. All right, on tax day two. No, this. I guess I don't need to do a vac uh, evasion. No, this Wait, just came this out. Isn't a, this isn't a top story. It came out this afternoon. Is it? Uh, was everybody talking about it? Was it? Uh, yeah, well, it led the the. It was on. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I saw it on on the interweb. Then I saw David Muir talking about it on uh, uh, ABC World News Tonight on ABC. So okay, it's big looking news. At, looking at CBS. Um, wow, true tax rate of almost nothing. That's well, there's weird. a lot of stuff going on, I guess. Wow. Hmm. All right. Well, that sucks. Um, and I did see that uh, Bezos is going to launch himself into space. 
Yeah, because so. where I see last night that there's uh, there's trillion, possibly trillions of dollars at uh, at stake for the first company that actually does it. So he and Elon are in a, a space race to get up there and make trillions more dollars. But Elon's been doing it for like years. Has he been doing manned space flights? No, but that's the key, Cody. The G. That's I, the key. Last I checked, the key. That's to why the Ruski sent a monkey into space first. Last I checked, the key to getting into space is rockets. Well, <laughs> get you, you into just, space. What are you, gonna, you just shoot rockets up there with nobody in them. That doesn't, you're not going to well, get much at least done. At least they're shooting the rockets. It's it's uh yeah, I think I think Elon's got a pretty solid head start. My money's on SpaceX. And if Bezos beats him, I'll be quite upset. What dude, my hair was spiky earlier and the humidity has just got it down. It looks now it looks awful. now it looks like it's all coming forward like Johnny Bravo. You remember I, that cartoon? Gonna, oh just, wow, that, that looks crazy. You should have left your headphones on. No, it's insanity going on over unsalvageable. That's uh, listen. That's what happens when you have the flowing locks. The humidity mm -hmm. wreaks havoc on them. Yeah. That's why you gotta you gotta shellac that stuff down. Yeah. How is that? How long is that gonna happen? Well, it's pretty pretty long. I know. I had to shower. I showered before the show tonight. I'm all clean Ooh. because I was uh, out in the yard hauling dirt. Just as punishment. <laughs> why would you do yard? Why would you do yard work today? It was ninety. Well, it's going to be ninety, and it's going to be summer for months. So why wouldn't I do yard work today? What is the forecast? I would wait till I don't know. It's not that hot. What's what are we looking at? Listen, what do I get to do? Stay in the house just because it's hot? I got to go out yeah. and do stuff. No, yeah. I was in the house most of the day. And then you get, then it's weird because you're in the house. And even though it's like 72 with the air conditioning on, it starts to feel cold. And you're like, oh, it's so cold. It's so cold, baby. No, Gene, I was, I was carrying bags of dirt, topsoil, dirt. Just back. I know it says topsoil, but it was dirt. It was just dirt. Uh, all right. Soil, dirt. What am I, a farmer? If Max is listening, please, you can, Max can school me uh, the difference between soil and dirt. Cody, do you know the difference between soil and dirt? No, I scared Max away a while back. Sadly, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's uh, if soil is. Uh, no, I'm not doing yard work at night. At night, I'm doing this. Oh, you sweep up dirt. All right. Well, then it was soil. I was bringing bags of soil. Does that make me sound more uh, like it was even uh, an even crazier endeavor? It sounds because my because one of my dogs is digging like a lunatic, and so I had to put. She's trying. She's digging like under the deck by the stairs. So I was filling up holes. And it took me today 80 pounds of topsoil to fill the holes that she dug. That's four bags. No, Can't. that's 160 pounds of topsoil to fill uh, fill the holes because they're 40-pound bags, four bags each. Four times eight is 16. You just add the zero. That's 160 pounds. How, why didn't you just put the soil that they dug back in the hole because i don't know where it goes that's a good question i do push some of it back but a lot of it disappears like she's done this before yeah she is going to dig them up again roger um she she will be well she can't she can only dig two small ones the rest of them i've put that green wire garden fence around so she can't get in there um but the the stuff she, she i don't know where it goes when she digs it out it's i've used rakes 
Uh, people have suggestions like I've never had a yard before, but I've I've used rakes. I've swept some back that she dug up onto the patio. But a lot of it just goes in the in the rest of the lawn, or she eats it, or the the soil fairies come and take it away. So I don't know where it goes. But that's why I was out I was out doing yard work today. So the point is, I had to shellac. I took a shower and shellac down the hair so I'd look presentable for you. I was literally going to ask if there are fairies in your backyard. Are there? There may be gnomes. Uh, there may mm. be sprites. I'm not sure if there are fairies. Uh, there may be pixies. Okay. So there, there, there's all sorts of woodland creatures. There may, there may be a woodland nymph. Um, you know. If there's so. a nymph, you better let your wife know because they can get into trouble. Oh, I'll be out the back. Ooh, I got a hole. Yeah, I got a hole you can fill. Easy woodland nymph. I'm not playing <laughs> that game. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> they just lure you in. They lure you in. It's it. She did this. She did this at the last. It's weird because now we've been in this house for I don't know two years, maybe a little over two years. This just started a month or so ago. So she didn't dig it all the last summer. It didn't, didn't dig it all up until it just started. So we don't know if there's something like under the deck that she's trying to get at or whatever. But in the last house, she dug a hole that was so big. And it, it I'd filled the I'd filled the holes a couple times and she kept redigging it and I'd keep filling it. It was like it was like some weird um, you know, Greek tragedy where I had to keep refilling the holes. And she dug one that was so big it almost looked like a kiddie pool. And so finally, when we were moving, in order to make the yard halfway presentable, because it looked at some point it looked like a bombed out field, like you would see if you watched uh, the movie 1917 or pick your war movie here, and there are just mm. giant holes all over the backyard. So I had to put, I had to go out and I bought all the that little, you know, like 18 inch wire fencing, the green stuff that just sticks in the ground. And I filled the holes and I put grass seed on it. And then I had to fence out all these areas. So my backyard looked like a weird reverse Swiss cheese kind of configuration where there were just circled off areas that she couldn't dig it. And she wouldn't dig in other places. Like once I fenced off those holes, she wouldn't dig anywhere else. So I don't know if, I don't know what dogs do. You know, I got to get Steve Dale on the case. Wait a minute. Did... Were the previous people that rented your house pirates? Are you saying there might have been some booty in the backyard? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the wood nymphs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. She never she never dug anything up. Like we did find a piece of broken glass, like the bottom of a bottle. Here, uh, it was. I was walking through the the yard the other day. And I was like, "Where'd this come from?" And it was like a dirt covered piece of glass. So she dug up a little piece of glass. There's a message in a bottle. Hold on. Sting, just, is on the, the Sting is on the phone. I have to I have to call the police. <laughs> the bottle is broke under the ground. And so you got part of the glass, but the message is still under there. And the message might be a treasure map. And the treasure map might point you to the doubloons that are inevitably, inevitably underground. And that is why your dog is spelunking into the earth. That's the way I think is. you have to have a cave to spelunk. You do. I like the rest of your theory. The rest there of your might. theory was sound. I don't know how big your basement is, but there might be an underground cave as well. Now, you got to call your utilities providers and see what lines are buried under there. Because if there are none, there's definitely a cave. 
So. Well, she goes in the basement and doesn't dig. She enjoys the solitude and the coolness of the basement. Hmm. Yeah. So I, she's a weirdo. Uh, I love her, but she's <laughs> like, she is. She's about 11. She's just a weirdo. Um, <sighs> she's the one that's very vocal. Um, so, I, uh, all right. I will, we'll stay on this uh, dogs for a little bit because I think my grand dog is a racist. Uh oh. Yeah. This is, this could be troublesome. What did I think? Uh, Walter, I think Walter is a racist. What did Walter do? All right, so my uh, we have we have uh, we live in a very nice neighborhood with all sorts of great neighbors of all different races and backgrounds. Our next door neighbor Rodney and his family uh, are black, and everybody you know it's great. Everybody gets along. Their dog they have little tiny dogs too, uh, Cupcake and uh, Honey, and these dogs these dogs laugh at me or laugh at me, bark at me nonstop. No matter how many times I see them, they're just little yappy dogs. I don't think they're racist. I think they're just asses. You know, they're they're just wrong. Because they they bark at Debbie, they bark at the dog, they bark at everything. So I don't take it personally. Well, we get along. We talk to Rodney all the time. We everybody's fine, and uh, his his extended family lives there with him. So the other day, they're all out in the their backyard. They're having a little get together, and we're going back and forth. And my dogs go out, and they see everybody, and they just lay in the grass, and they don't bother, and you know. Their little dogs are yapping at uh, my dogs and everything's fine. But uh, all of a sudden, Walter goes outside because he he came over Sunday. He and Molly came over Sunday. And uh, then she, uh, so he was there, goes out. And uh, it's just it's just some of the ladies and the little kids. And Walter is fine. But then Rodney comes out and Walter loses his mind. Now, Rodney, one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. He, huh. he, you know, he doesn't care. He, you know, he's not bothering the dog. It's not like he's taunting the dogs because my dogs don't care. My dogs are like, oh, there's Rodney. No big deal. Walter loses his mind. Then one of the uh, daughter's boyfriends came over. Walter loses his mind. So I don't know. Walter doesn't like black guys. It's very strange. Hmm. Yeah, you need you need to get a life sized cardboard cutout of Samuel L. Jackson. Put it in your basement. You think? Report just, or send it. Yeah, just send it to Molly's. Yeah. Well, Molly has Molly has said this has happened with her too. What? Only with black guys. Walter go. Walter loses his mind. So either he this is good. This is good. Don't at me. He's either a police dog and has a fear of black males, or he's a clan member. I said, then maybe we should have changed his name, you know? So you call him wizard or something. So people oh. know or oh, sergeant that dog dogs yeah. are trouble, man. Dogs are trouble. You never Not know what they'll do. Most of them are fine. I love, you know, I love dogs and I like him. I'm trying to, I've talked to him about it. Mm. I'm like, dude, you can't, you can't just bark at Rodney. He's not bothering you. You're coming off as racist. Mm -hmm. We got and one dog. One dog that's maybe a little prejudiced. You got one dog that's digging holes with no discernible aim. I mean, I think that's uh, that's problematic. Dog yeah, there's a yeah. The other the other one just lays around, so he's calm. He just lays around. You know, I was at, did I tell you about the dogs that uh, I spent the weekend with a couple of weeks ago? Was no, was this when you went up to uh, Minnesota? Yeah, yeah. My buddy up there has a dog. It's great. One of my other friends went up. His uh, his fiance was traveling so they had nowhere to no one to watch the dog so he brought up his two dogs so there were three dogs 
man, anytime anybody came in or out of the room, they were like fine. The two like average sized dogs. I don't even know how to describe them. Like the size of like a golden retriever. It's the only okay. dog I know. So it's the only dog breed I really know. And then one lap dog, you know, I kind of like Walter, but, but like not as cute. And, uh, <laughs> and this lap dog liked to jump on people's laps. Anytime sure. I sat down, it was like, I don't want you in my lap. Uh, they were, and they were mostly fine, but anytime anybody entered the house or the vicinity of the house or entered a room or came down from upstairs or came up from downstairs, uh, it's just the three of them just, yeah, and the three of them would zip on over to whatever. And I was just like, man, I, I'm yeah, not, it, not a dog person. I mean, I grew up with a dog. I don't dislike dogs. I love dogs. I'll pet dogs. But when you're, I don't know, when you're just chilling, trying to play some games, I don't, I don't know. There's times when they are uh, troublesome. Let me mm -hmm. address this quickly. Uh, Stuart puts in the chat that he wants to see Roger on Realities May Vary. We are not opposed to having Roger on. Uh, we've tried to have Roger on before. We would love to have Roger on again. Hopefully, he has a better internet connection because last time that was the issue mm. that we kept. Uh, so he's got his new place. We want to hear all about it. So we will uh, hopefully have Roger on within the next couple of weeks. He's here. He's in the chat. We always know Roger is is lurking about. Roger, uh, you can put in the chat how your internet is at your new place. So, uh, but yes, we will definitely have Roger on soon to uh, to talk about his new. Oh, he's got five G now, Cody. I don't know what that means. The I think everybody has five G, don't they? I'm very confused. What throws me for a loop is like 5G is like what your phone has. So, right. so he doesn't have home internet? Like, no, I don't know. Like, no, like, uh, ATT, Comcast. I don't know. Kind of. Oh, don't get me started on Xfinity again. <laughs> again. Oh, super, super fast internet. Super fast. Okay. So, all right. Super fast. All right. right. Well, no, but like a high, a good, like a super fast, um, home internet package is gigabyte internet which is one. i have one gig that's what i have the one yeah. gig xfinity they're top of the line residential let's go internet but you if like i can it. quote craig i gave a guy a lot of money <laughs> um ah, yes here, here he we has go oh, he has xfinity roger i'm sorry so do i so we will try our best and hopefully we <laughs> i'm surprised i'm on right now quite frankly um Oh, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll finish up with the dogs, then we'll get to the internet and uh, the rest of the stuff on the on your. I'm sure you have a lot of interesting facts. So what? Uh, so what did you do with these dogs? With the did you dogs always tend to go to? You said you didn't want the one jumping on your lap. They always go to the person who doesn't want them on them. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't matter. No matter where you are, uh, if you don't want the dog around you, that's who the dog will go to. All right. So just always pretend that you love the dog, and then it'll stay away from you. That explains no, that'll that. backfire too because it'll want attention, so it'll keep coming, coming to see you. There's no good way around it. Yeah, they're just they're just always around. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, like I said, I grew up with a dog. I like dogs, I pet dogs. I let I snuggle with dogs. Sure. I like my golden my parents' golden retriever. It's great. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not a dog person. As uh, I I don't like those terms. Dog cat. Maybe person, yeah. Cat maybe person. you're just maybe you just didn't weren't in the mood to have dogs around, and they were ruining the vibe. That that's good. I wasn't in the mood. They're not have, your dog. Yeah. They're not. They're uh -huh. not your dog or your family's dog. They're you know you know the people, but you don't know the dogs. You don't have a connection to these dogs, and they're just ruined. Like, like the dogs next door. I don't. I don't dislike them, but it's like at some point, 
like sometimes I'll be walking out to take out the garbage and they start going crazy. And I go, you just saw me. Can you, can you, you, you know who I am. Can you stop? But some dogs it's in their nature. They're just little yappy dogs and that's all they're going to be. That's all they're good for is yapping. Yeah. So cats are the same way. According to Nancy, they always go to the person who hates them. Hmm. Roger is giving us the tech specs on his internet. Oh, all right. Yeah. You so, want to well, check, check your internet speed? Internet I've, speed test. Let's see what I've got. I've done mine, but uh, last week Xfinity cost me a bunch of money and cost Debbie a bunch of money, and I had to re- I had to go back to and Cody. I give you all the credit for this because years and years ago, when Twitter was just getting going, you said we got to get you verified. How weird that I've, you! How weird that you're checking your internet and it looks like your internet went out. Um, do you see me? You're very blurry and pixelated. Mm, it's probably I'm probably gonna get booted off my. <laughs> I'm using my work my work laptop, oh, so I'm probably gonna get booted out of my. Uh, well, I'm just checking. VPN. I am still connected, which is yeah, all right, a okay. miracle. Um, maybe it's because I ran a speed test. I have 287.7 megabytes per second download, and 79.9 megabytes per second uh, upload. That's wow. pretty freaking fast. That is fast. That put Rod. That puts Rogers to shame. Yeah. Where are you at? Hold on. I'm gonna. I, well, I wasn't uh, putting can, it on my other you, monitor, Cody, so I can, you know. Uh, <laughs> let me see what I can you do. Can do here, you you can do this at home. Google Internet up. Speed Test, and then yeah, right, on Google, right on Google. Right on Google, there's a there's a. I know. I was kind of bragging, Roger. I didn't know what it would be. I actually it was a weird I had, flex. Cody had the weird I, flex, which I dig. I, what did you yeah. say yours was? Uh, downloads around 287, uploads 80, roughly. Well, I'm going to put you all the shame. Time for the big flex. Bam, bam, bam. Let's see. So far, my download speed is 385.4. Wow, look at you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I pay for this. You know, I, I pay for all this, which is fine. Because between this and radio and the uh, the trivia gig that I do and all the other stuff and Debbie working from home, we needed reliable, fast internet. Uh, and that since we've put in this crazy uh, this crazy deal with the one gig, we've been losing we've been losing service at least a couple times a week. Mm. Last week. Uh, you know, Debbie, Debbie needs her computer to work because she can't she can't use a hotspot because it's not secured. So, you know, for, for work, she can't do it. Anyway, kept it went out, it went out a couple times last week. And then um Friday, was it Friday or Thursday? One of the days I had a couple, it was Thursday. Uh it had gone out in the morning. Something. Hold on. <laughs> Looks like yeah. I lost my camera. <laughs> I lost my camera. I lost everything. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Of course, it glitched. Yeah. But, but but my internet kind of hiccuped after I ran the speed test too. So that's weird. But also, yeah. like you gotta you gotta remember uh, people watching and listening. Uh, we are we are broadcasting through a medium, and I'm not talking about a psychic who can talk to dead people. I'm talking about Restream, which is a great service that we've been very happy yeah, with. Yeah, we haven't but had like, any trouble with them. But we're we're shooting all our tubes over to Restream, and then they're wrapping their little tentacles and 
shooting back out to Facebook and to YouTube. Uh, so that's a lot of middle people, right? Like that's a lot of uh, intermediaries before our signal gets from us to you. So I know my computer is pretty fast and pretty good and can handle all that you're seeing right now. Uh, my sound setup and stuff. I know that my internet's fast and I'm sending everything pretty good. But uh, yeah, in terms of everything else inside of our hands, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. Brian dropped, so it's just me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. I don't mean. I'm not like. I'm. I'm not in a bad mood or anything tonight. I'm just low energy. I'm just. Uh, I'm just tired. I got a baby. I don't know. Uh, he's been good, but uh, he, he wakes up a couple times a night still. So, you know, uh, between that and uh, just between that and life, like work, you know, it's a long weekend too. I did a lot of travel. I went to Rockford, saw some people. I uh, actually went to a couple, yeah, just a few different places. So I was just, ah, just all over the place. You know, it's like, is there a night that I would have more energy than Tuesday? I don't know. Because <laughs> like Monday's out, later in the week, I'm dead. Tuesday, you'd think would be the best day, but nah, here we are. So yeah, I, uh, I rolled in Brian's joke and he's like, you get a lot to talk about, right? And I was like, dude, I, I have no idea. Roger, not building anything new lately. Here's the deal. Uh, my wood shop is my garage, like many people, but it's really hot. And like, yeah, I can work in the garage when it's hot. That's fine. But man, I like it's it's, it's got to be there's got to be some I could work in the dark, but I don't really want to. Right. So ideally, I'd be able to do something during the day. And not have to watch a baby. And my wife is busy. She's doing stuff. Uh, so she can't always watch him. You know, I'm usually, you know, so we're both tag team in that. So it's just, anyway, it's. You know how it is. The first couple of years, uh, a child is little. It's hard to get that uh, that coveted alone time. So, and and since I don't, you know, like I don't have a lot of reps in my woodworking shop, as it were. So, when I go out to my garage and I want to like work on something, I gotta kind of like refresh myself on like how do I use this circular saw again? Like look up and I've never changed a circular saw blade. You know what I mean? Um, the next project we're working on is we did get a barn door for my wife's office and i'm very excited about sliding Ooh. barn door but the uh it's so that the rail is mounted onto a wood headboard really fancy looking but the uh the width is like i think it's like 76 inches and from the wall to the chimney that goes up through that it's only 72 inches Ooh. so i need to get a circular saw blade that will cut through metal which you can get you can get it from like 10, 15 bucks on Amazon, right? But I've got right. to get a metal cutting blade so I can zip through that and then cut the thing off. Then I've got to go up and have, a, you know, either my wife or a friend help me with that project, make sure it's level, make sure all the measurements are good and then get that sucker mounted on there. But I'm very excited. And uh, I actually bought a 14 inch circular saw that's portable so that I've got a cordless one in case if, what if I need to make small cuts. But Roger, I'll probably use your 16-inch circular saw that you lent me or gave me um, because that's bigger and it'll have more power. And let me know if you ever need it back because, uh, man, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm stocked. I'm stocked. And I'm stoked in that order. Am I back you now? Back, Ryan? You're Am back. Am I back now? Good. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a mistake to try to run that speed test because Xfinity, the Xfinity gods are uh, – I, I like the fact that you think you're going to zip through a uh, a metal a sliding metal barn door uh, beam. You're just gonna zip through it. You ever tried to you ever tried to saw through a metal beam? No, that's what that's why I'm saying they have circular saw blades. I, I understand, but 
uh, that the the thickness of that runner that's going to be on there it's not going to be it's not going to be a breeze oh no plus then you're no. gonna to have to file it down yeah no i'm gonna to have to score it first and all that stuff i don't know how lean torch man i i don't know how much i know i thought about it i i don't know how much filing i'll have to do because i think there are some plastic pieces or maybe even some metal pieces that come for the ends of the oh of so you track. just pop them on there that makes I sense like for a blind those usually the like l l little l-shaped uh plastic brackets that go yeah. on there that, yeah, yeah and i'm gonna cut it so it fits pretty tight to that space yeah. anyway so it's it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna I be can't cool. wait really... to see you with the, the welder's mask and the sparks flying off everywhere you look like you're an extra from flash dance you and jennifer I am, beals i welding. am gonna need to get welding goggles actually i have welding goggles weirdly that's odd oh for your uh dr killjoy costume or whatever my, doc, it is. my dr horrible costume dr horrible costume <laughs> i love those doors i love those uh rolling barn doors they're very cool right they're and, very cool yeah yeah and we're not just doing it because it's like wouldn't it be cool if we had barn doors for no reason no, it actually makes sense to put them in uh, this particular space. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do something to smooth it out a bit, Marta. Uh, even with the the brackets covering, I, yeah, I'll, I mean because the brackets won't fit if they're not smoothed out. Right. Um, yeah. No. In, in that particular space, it just makes the only sense. Like there is, it literally makes no sense to put a traditional door. So it's a good time. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. It's a big well, project. Big, big challenge. Project. Yeah, yeah. How long is it? How long has it been sitting in the garage? Well, or well, the door hasn't come yet. No, the door was the door is 150 pounds. So yeah, it's a solid, uh, nice. Wow. Yeah, and it looks perfect in the in that office. Um, but my uh, two of my buddies when they when I had that little barbecue a few weeks ago, two of my buddies carried it upstairs for me. But I mean, it came in a wood frame, you know, like like a, a solid oh. wood frame of two by fours. Yeah, like uh, in a Christmas story. Mm -hmm. It's a major award. Yeah. And, and uh and I just one door, just one door. Uh not two. Um just putting in one door. But uh I I uh you know I unscrewed all the all the screws from that frame and uh you better believe I'm keeping all the wood from that frame with the price of lumber what it is right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, things are uh nothing is cheap when you're when you think you're gonna redo something in the house. Oh, this can't yeah. be very much. Yeah, it is. Everything's everything's a lot. I don't know. It's a supply chain, I think, Cody, is how they describe yeah. it. Shortages, supply chain, supply and demand, all the economics terms that I know, you know, that all that all comes to bear when you're buying your lumber. Yeah. Your trim. It, it actually comes to lumber. I don't know what that means. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how to respond to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. Um, what were we talking about before <laughs> here? I don't know. We were bragging about our internet speeds and uh, you had the bright idea for us to run speed tests. And uh, then Xfinity did what it always does to me and kicks me off. Uh, but last week, last week, it re because my biggest fear, I love doing everything from home, but my biggest fear is that the internet is going to go out. And you know this, you've been working at home for a while. The bosses don't want to hear that your internet went out. The bosses still want you to be able to work which is the one thing that I think is going to keep employers from fully embracing this uh, remote work thing. 
is the unreliability of the internet, which is why I think, you know, when people are now saying that internet is not part of the infrastructure, it definitely is in 2021. High-speed internet is part of our infrastructure. That's well, everything runs on computers. But but business, I mean, I I worked in corporate, I've worked in corporate America for a decade. There have. are many examples of the internet going out in offices where I was. Mm -hmm. yes. Maybe relatively more reliable but it depends on a lot of things sure and i i think it's incumbent i mean i remember a day where the internet went out around 10 a.m at the consulting firm where i worked the whole server went down actually regionally so we couldn't even do work on our phones or anything it just the all our emails everything and people were sitting around and sitting around and it was like one o'clock and they're like well you know maybe it'll come back on oh, i'll stay to two or three and i was just like i'm not going to sit here and waste no. my day so I think I got out my Nintendo Switch, and I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I played Zelda for a little bit, and then I was like, I'm gonna go, and I just left because I was like angry, and it didn't go back on until after five, and I was like, good thing I went home. Uh, yeah, but, we when I worked at the internet company for those few years, uh, one day the internet went out. Whoo! My boss lost his mind. Because he just saw dollars clicking away, which is what happened to me last Thursday. I had to, I had a, a, an event scheduled for Thursday night. The internet had gone out. I had two events that day. The internet went out in the morning for a few hours, came back in time. It didn't, didn't mess with my first event. Then I had about an hour and a half between events. I was having dinner, just finishing up. It was like 35 minutes before the next thing was supposed to start. Internet went out again. So now... It cost me. It cost me money, and Debbie had Debbie had lost out during the day. Her boss was livid because you know she couldn't do the work. But I turned to the one place that I know because Debbie's been on the phone with them countless times, and I knew I would at least get a reply if I counted on what Cody set up for me years ago, the blue check mark. Oh yes, I. I flexed the blue checkmark muscle and I tweeted and I said, I realize this is a first world problem, but many people are working from home, such as my wife and I. And then I called out Xfinity and I get a, oh, we're very, you know, a reply to my tweet. We're very sorry. Uh, let's let us DM you or DM us and tell us what the problem is. I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And I did. And I, you know, I explained, listen, we upgraded, we're doing all this. I never mentioned money. I said, except that you're costing us money because the internet is going out and we are working from home like many other people. And this has been happening a couple times a week uh, and it's, it's not acceptable. Oh, well, I see. Have you checked the app? It'll tell you how long the outage is. I'm like, yeah, I know how long the outage is. That does, that, that's, I don't care. So at one point after a couple exchanges, I said, listen, I appreciate you getting back to me, but I don't want excuses or explanations. Those don't help me. My listeners, because I broadcaster, I always throw that in. Uh, you know, I said, my bosses, my listeners, uh, my clients, they don't want excuses. They want results. They expect me to deliver. We have a contract, you and I. Our contract states that I will pay you X amount of money per month. Your con, your part of the contract is that you will deliver me 
high quality speed and connectivity. And you are falling down on that part of the responsibility. Oh, we're very sorry, blah, blah, blah. It means nothing. You know, then they go, oh, well, we'll contact you about a refund. You know how much the refund was? Six bucks. $15. Oh, all right. The last time it was five. But this time I would, well, I don't know. And I don't know what, I don't know what their formula is. Yeah. Because it had gone out twice on Thursday. It went out as they were sending me messages on Friday. I'm going, hey, guess what? You know, because I'm on my just data on my phone. I'm like, hey, guess what? Uh, it's out again. Oh, well, we're very sorry. We understand that that's very frustrating. But you can tell they're just typing the script that's in front of them. But it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Do you? Um. And my hotspot, my hotspot is not strong enough to run everything I need to run for my events. That's what I was going to ask you. What um, cell service do you have? <sighs> Starts with an A. That's got double T's. See, I like them. They've been good I have no them. problem with them. I have my hotspot through them, but it's not. I'm running so much stuff for these, yeah. you know, that it's just not all I can get is my email. Everything now, else, everything else isn't loaded. Now, a couple tips if you do, uh, if you if you or someone else yeah. is at home and your internet goes out, you got to use your, wire, your your tether. Um, if you're doing video streaming, turn off HD or try and lower the video quality. That'll help uh, with that bottleneck a little bit. Um, like right now, you can see me in uh, high definition 720. Let's go down to 480. Wow. Cool. Ooh. Now I'm at 480. Um, yeah. Not a huge yeah. difference. The lighting's not great. But all right, now we're at 480. So you're seeing us at 480. The frame rate should be the same, so there shouldn't be any different motion. But no, there's lower, no lag really. The lighting's flatter for me, mm -hmm. right? For you, no, I'm not a little, at 480. Yeah, you're a little greenier. Now let's jump back up to 720. All right, so a little bit sharper. Let's turn my lighting back up. What's going on? It's kind of weird, but I don't know. We did a story on Curiosity Daily about how uh, my award-winning educational podcast about how um, yes. you can uh, reduce your carbon footprint significantly by really? switching from high definition to standard definition. If you're streaming a video on YouTube or something, uh, switching could save, it's, it could save like 80 or 90 some percent of the carbon footprint. Is that right? Yeah, it's a huge amount. Oh, and uh, it looks so it. awful. It does, but, uh, you know. <laughs> That's why we all have these big fancy TVs. That's yeah, why we have, you know, high-def computer screens. That's why, you know, that's why I upgraded my camera because it looked like but, garbage before. But, hey, if you're watching Cool Hand Luke, maybe you don't upscale it, you know? That's true. Watch the original stuff. That, that, that kind of thing. I was bummed yesterday. I went to watch something I had recorded. I realized I had recorded it on a standard def channel. Mm. It was like, ugh, mm. awful. Awful. I feel like it was, um, it's a the first of a four part documentary on Showtime called The Kings. It's about uh, bo four boxers in the early 70s Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and uh, Tommy Hitman Hearns. And so it's uh, how, their, how their lives and society all kind of meshed at this one high point uh, of boxing. So it's it, the first part was very, listen, it was very interesting. Very low tech. Felt like I was, you know, had to get up and change the channels manually and adjust the rabbit ears on top of the TV. Surprised it wasn't in black and white. It was just, oh, my God.
first world, you know. Horrible. Is it is a Showtime documentary, you said? Showtime documentary. Do you watch any other boxing on Showtime this weekend? I did not. I saw I read all the follow-up. I saw all the uh all the press, the big uh, Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Paul Z, they're all the same. Pa DJ Pauly D from you know whatever that show was, Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I did not uh, did you pay the 50 bucks? What? <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm going to take that as a no. I don't even pay for the streaming services I use. I use other people's accounts or free accounts. Well, yeah, you're on Sidewalk. Uh, what is that? How do I know more about tech than you do? What is Sidewalk? Sidewalk. Amazon is about to share your internet connection yeah. with neighbors? Right. So you have to go in and opt out if your devices have this. If you have... Uh, Siri or Alexa or any of that kind of stuff, and a, lot, a ring doorbell, a lot of other devices. How did you not know that? You're a tech guy. Because I don't have Amazon devices because I don't okay. want Amazon in my house. Well, then then you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, so, this is some kind of deal where your neighbor, they want to build up, well, theoretically, they want to build up a network. So if my internet goes down, maybe I can use my neighbor's. And if my neighbor's internet goes down, they can use mine. Problem is, I'm the only one paying for my internet. So you know who gets to use my internet? My family. That's it. I'm neighborly up to a point. But, uh, you know, how many freeloaders do you think that that's going to allow? And how much hacking can go on with this open, crazy open network when all we're worried about is cybersecurity? And now we're going to have Jeff Bezos going, listen, let's just link up everybody and live in a weird utopian Internet society where everybody shares their Internet. No thanks, brother. I mean, I'm all... I'm a, I'm pretty socialist as you know the millennials go. Uh, I do think that we expend an unnecessarily enormous amount of resources on things for individuals, which we could easily share as a community. Like, why don't we just have one snow thrower on the block that everybody just passes around? That'd be way more efficient and good for everyone. But you gotta all go down to the Home Depot and spend a thousand dollars on a snow thrower or whatever it is. You know, well, that all right. stimulates the economy, Brian. So uh, well, that's true. Plus, uh, you know, let, let's let's take last winter as an example. Mm. When it snowed like uh, there was no tomorrow and everybody needed to be out. There was so much snow that everybody was out. How are you going to have one snow thrower for the whole block? Well, who's going to you know use that. it? Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to store it? Who's going to maintain it? Who's going to who's going to share it? See, you know, you're looking, you're you looking get, at, I'm looking at it realistically. No. What are we going to set up a schedule and I have to do it at 5 a.m.? No, well, no, no, I don't, no. I work all night. I'm here's, not getting up at 5 a.m. Here's what people don't get ideas like, ideas like that cannot work within the framework of our society the way it is, right? You, you can't, like, we have this like capitalist model where everybody does their own thing, right? And you buy one thing because in, our lives right now, someone has to have a space for it and someone has to, you know, maintain it. Someone has to, right? Like you would have to, it, it's not like you would just drag and drop. It's not like I'm saying, hey, any street in America, just buy a snow thrower for the block and 
all the rest will fall into place. Like that's that's not <laughs> all right. that's not okay. realistic, right? No, this, it's not. This is the problem with conversations like this is like other things would change, right? Like perhaps there would be a neighborhood garage in between properties, uh, which could never happen in our society because everyone's got their property, right? We're so like property, like this is my land, get off my land, get off my land. I got my gun. man with a fence in his backyard. No, th this is literally what I'm saying, though. But like, like the, the you would have to partition a public land in the neighborhood, which is a thing we would is unconscionable in the American like ethos, right? So anyway, I'm saying there are probably other cultures or civilizations in which you could have one snow thrower on the on the street, and it'd be pretty good. It'd work out, and you'd figure out a way to share the time and the resources available to it, and all that stuff. Uh, but we don't do that, so. Um, it's, you know, it's whatever it's, it, we're too far down the like path or whatever. We're past the yeah. point of no return of inefficiency. It's inefficient. We live in an extraordinarily inefficient society. Carpool lanes help, but stuff like that, right? Like there are tens of thousands of cars on the road that just zip down 294 and it's just one Yahoo, you know, trying to get to his job as fast as he can and go on 155 miles an hour. Uh, and it's like, whatever, like all of society and our earth would be better off if a bunch of people carpooled, right. And coordinated sure. all that stuff. But again, it doesn't work And like March is in the chat. Like who's doing the math to figure out how much each property has to contribute towards their throw, right. It's an, it's another thing. Like it's just, it's just work that isn't built into our, like, and the same with carpooling and the same with sharing of any resource like this, it's just not work that we've built into our way of operating as people because uh, we are and, rugged individualists cody yeah i don't know if yeah. you know this this is the united states of america not the mm -hmm. united the united states of shamerica yeah no, we're not here yeah. to share yeah i'm not no. i'm not getting upset i'm just no i know you're not i, I didn't it. know, I know you know that but i'm just kind of explaining why it's uh, it's not no and i'm thinking back like here in my neighborhood now that i'm a city dweller I don't need uh, that's why I sold my snowblower. I didn't need it because I don't have that much area to do. But I sure wish I had had it this winter to take care of my alley and my neighbor's alley. And, you know, that's the thing. When you have it, you tend to you tend to help your neighbors more. You know, I can't after shoveling out my garage for three hours, I didn't have the energy to go and help uh, help anybody else. That's the old saying, Margaret or a Maureen. Yes. Rugged individualist. That's, you know, go back to Teddy Roosevelt. That's what America was supposed to be. Rugged individualist. I'm not saying any more, but, uh, you know, that was, that was the ideal. Um, so yeah, I mean, I listen, I get it. I get it that you wanted to, you know, you want to live in a utopian society. I'm down with that. How do but we you're get right. on this? I don't know. It was before the snow, the snow thrower thing. I just used that. I oh, it was the sidewalk, that. the internet thing, the sidewalk, uh, sidewalk yeah. thing. So, so every, but see, here's the thing. I don't trust enough. I don't trust anyone. Mm -hmm. That's why we all have our, I'm sure your internet is, your network is locked, right? Secured. Um, yes. So yes, yes. Uh, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like all I was saying is that I do think that theoretically the sharing, like, it's like the power. Here's a better analogy. Power grid in Texas, right? Texas right. is off the grid. Texas is off the grid. Look at us. We're off the grid. We don't need to be on the grid. Then a blizzard hits down. and you're all, you know, dead. So yeah. that sucks. <laughs> and you're, you did the wrong thing. So right. that 
that is an example of uh, an electricity utility connects people and will distribute as needed. And that's that's systematized and we have a thing for that and a process and all that. Uh, I, so I like the principle of that with internet, with, bees, with Amazon, but uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't translate to internet because internet involves data right. and my data. And I don't want that data to be part, right. you know. We do every, you know, your bank account, everything. We all we all know what's on the internet, everything. Mm -hmm. And they preach to us nonstop about securing everything. And then in the next breath, they go, you know what? Just open it up. Let your neighbors, you know, let your neighbors on your internet. That, what can go wrong? I don't know. Ask the pipeline. Ask the meat packing place. Ask every business that's being hacked. Ask everybody what can happen. Ask my mom who last week told me, I think somebody took over my computer. <laughs> What do you mean? You think somebody took over your computer? Well, I come down in the morning and there's things on there that weren't there when I went to bed. I'm like, okay, are you signing out of stuff? Well, you you didn't tell me I had to sign out of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I did, ma. I, well, I signed out of like my bank account. So I said, okay, well, that's good that you log out of those, but like your email and, and all the others. Oh, no. Okay, well, mm -hmm. start. But I checked. It was all high security. There was uh, nothing. Nobody took I, over a computer. I wish I could go back and delete the whole snow thrower analogy because the electricity analogy was so much better. The electricity uh, analogy was excellent. But when you I think, think you were warming up with the snowblower one, I, I was, you, was, you, you reverted back to communist Cody and you were, <laughs> but then you got into, Hey, Mr. Relatable to the everyday man, Cody, the well, guy, I, logical Cody, who, who came up with a precise example it, to yeah, make your point, a cogent well, example. Thank you, but uh, but it's um, but it it's 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 interesting and fun to think about, right? Like we do a good thing with electricity. Now Amazon's trying to do a thing with uh, with internet, which is not appropriate. Wouldn't it be cool if someone figured out some kind of sharing service for other things that one needs, like snow throwers? I do think we have some Uber kind Uber and Lyft kind of like democratized uh, ride shares. Then they just exploited their workers. So that kind of went south. Sure. Uh, Everything's going to go south. Ice cream trucks that go around neighborhoods. That's kind of cool. They give you all ice cream. Well, they, no, they sell you ice cream. It's a business. They don't, they don't, it's, they don't give you the ice cream. You have to give them money. It's not like, it's not like if I heard, uh, you know, some jingle jangle or some bad heavy metal, from a white uh, panel van outside, I could run out and they'd just toss me a bomb pop. Mm. I'd have to give them, I don't know what a bomb pop goes for now. Eight bucks from an ice cream truck. I have no idea. I don't know what a bomb pop is. How do you not know what a bomb pop is? Oh it's God. the red, white, and blue popsicles. Oh, dude, that are kind of round and they have the ridges on them. I don't, uh, maybe they I don't, don't call them bomb pops anymore. They used to, when I, when I was a boy, Cody, we weren't afraid to call something a bomb pop. We weren't all woke. What do they call them now? Freedom, freedom pops. No, they're, they're bomb pops. I did not. I've never known the name of them. I just knew red, white, and blue popsicles. Yeah. Oh, there they are. Bomb pops. Yeah. They're still bomb pops. You can get them yeah, everywhere. Right. Oh, I love me a bomb pop. Dude. I love bomb pops. I just didn't know the name. Who doesn't know? Who doesn't love a bomb pop? Mm -hmm. Communists. Now I see they got some other flavors. No, you got to go red, white, and blue. I don't know what the flavors are. They're red, white, and blue. America. They're American flavor. You know what they taste like? Freedom. That's exactly what they taste like. Freedom yep. and summertime, but I haven't. I I don't see. Uh, I don't see ice cream trucks running around this neighborhood too much. Mm. I don't think I've seen one. 
Well, last summer they weren't really doing it. Nobody was, no ice cream trucks were out. They didn't want kids gathering on the streets eating infected Corona ice cream. Maybe they'll oh, be back. No, 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 no. Wait, what, last what, what? summer, last summer, every day, the ice cream truck in our neighborhood was zipping around playing that exact same song. Which I don't girls, know. The girls, name girls. Of. No, uh, it's not the enter. It's not the entertainer. Da, 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 I think one was the entertainer, and the other was oh, my wife knows the name of it. It was like Tennessee something or Kentucky something or like country something. <laughs> Tennessee country something. How does it go? It's God like, bless the um, USA by Lee Greenwood. No, it was God bless America. Um, no, what was it called? God bless America. How does it? That it's very patriotic it's for an ice cream truck. <laughs> turkey in the straw? Was it turkey in the straw? How's that go? I don't know. I I, I know we can't play it either or we'll get in trouble. <sighs> Hold you on. can play it on your, something at home. Ice cream truck music. Let's see. Um, eight, eight. Wow. Second result. The racist history of the ice cream truck song. What? I'm not going to watch that. Um, I don't know. doesn't matter. It's the same like two songs. Oh, here we go. Okay, so popular ice cream truck tunes in the United States are Camptown Races, The Entertainer, Fur Elise, Go Tell Aunt Rhody, Home on the Range, If You're Happy and You Know It, It's a Small World, Little Brown Jug, then Mr. Softy Jingle, The More We Get Together, Music Box Dancer, Pop Goes the Weasel, no, they don't do, uh, yeah, Turkey in the Straw, Dear Ears Hang Low. Anyway, they're very annoying. It's the same two songs, but they did it all summer. Well, you live in the fancy, you live in the fancy suburbs. You know, you live in a high rent district where people have, you know, $18 to get a drumstick from a truck. I don't know what the prices are. I don't either. Like I said, I I mean, I have I have very old remembrances and references for ice cream truck prices. So I would have no idea if if I were to run out now to an ice cream truck, which I would never do, um, because I I've seen some in the you know they have the the signs on the side with the stickers of what they have, and they have a lot of weird looking stuff. I like to go back to the days when you'd get a chocolate eclair or a strawberry shortcake or a bomb pop. Those were my go tos for the ice cream truck. Uh, I would, we would always, every once in a while, we would get very excited because an actual good humor truck would come by Ooh. and they had the legit good humor stuff, which I always found better than the generic ice cream truck stuff. Yeah. But, um, uh, you said strawberry, you did a strawberry, strawberry shortcake, chocolate eclair or the bomb pop. What I love about strawberry is I didn't ever have strawberry milkshakes when I was little because it was pink and that's a girl color. Wow. Strawberry milkshakes are delicious. So. I don't usually, I don't like strawberry milkshakes. Uh, I never liked it when every once in a while, my mom would get strawberry quick instead of the chocolate quick. Oh, and I was no. like, oh, this no. is an abomination against the Lord. No, that's no. It just, no, it was horrifying. Mm -mm. So, but there was something about the strawberry shortcake ice cream bar that I loved. And I don't know, uh, I don't know what it was. I still like the chocolate one better, but um, that one just, I liked it. So that was my go-to when, uh, 
when the actual good humor guy would come by. But I couldn't yeah. tell you. I got a feeling. I got a feeling we would be shocked and appalled if we went to an ice cream truck right now. What the prices would be. So I can't go to the ice cream truck when he Why? frequents our neighborhood because I don't want him here because he's very annoying. <sighs> like there was a day, but it's summer. That's the soundtrack. No. That's mm -hmm. the soundtrack of our lives, Cody. It's too annoying. No. There's a few weeks ago. <laughs> weather was nice. We had all the doors and windows open. We had like a long day. I was doing yard work all day or something. The baby was crying a lot. This is kind of hectic and stuff. And we finally sat down at the end of the day. Oh, nice peace and quiet. And then there's that damn song. Just how long are they in your how long are they in the neighborhood? It sounds like I mean, they drive past your house, right? He's not stopping outside of your house. But there's you can hear it from the you can hear him from down the block at the end of our street. You can hear him from the block next to us but you can well, hear yeah, the blocks sure because they want the kids to come a running yeah no you could oh, you I can hear it for like summer. 10 to 15 minutes straight the same like eight bars you know what i mean like I do if, know he's what playing, you mean. if he's playing beethoven's fifth that's great i'm not going to hear the whole thing i'll just hear a part of it that's good but when it's like 10 seconds just on repeat like dee -dee 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 it's not how it goes, but I'm just doing it. You know what I mean? You know what I do know? You're sounding more like me every day. <laughs> finally, finally, after all these years, you're coming around to my way of thinking. No, Except dude. on this, on this, I gotta, I have to disagree. On this one, I'm, I don't mind it. To to me, it's part of. It, it means it's really summer and maybe I don't hear it as much. I mean, we used to hear it more. No, I, boy, I'm trying to think at California, there were no ice cream trucks. They never, they, there were no ice cream trucks out there when we lived in California hmm. and here, like I said, I don't think I might've heard a couple last year when at our old place in Berwyn, I would hear them, you know, a couple times a week in the summer and I would always get excited. I never went out and bought anything again. Cause I'm not made of money. I don't know. I don't have $18 burning a hole in my pocket. Get sure. Debbie and I a treat. Um, plus I'm at the age now where I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to flag down some, uh, you know, who knows, who knows who's driving this thing. I don't want to offend ice cream truck drivers. You know, I'm sure they're all fine people, but uh, you know, some skeevy looking van. Now they don't even have cool ice cream trucks anymore. Now you got guys in like, uh, work vans maybe during the you know early in the day they were working at a plumbing uh contractor then they throw a cooler in the back and they got some half melted ice cream bars that they're selling at night i don't i don't need to get get involved in that i'll go to dairy queen or something oh man you know dairy queen is good oh, man as i get older i can't get anything but a small ice cream i should be like that <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish that were the case, which is why I don't go get ice cream anymore. Cause I, I mean, ice cream is one of my downfalls. Oh, really? Oh man. I love ice cream. Mm, I was going to say more than my family, but I'll put them equal. <laughs> so as not to offend anybody. What's your flavor? Pretty much butter anything. Pecan. You're a butter pecan guy. No, I'm a uh, predominantly mint chocolate chip, but anything <sighs> chocolate. Uh, I'm down with, I avoid any sort of fruit ice cream. So no strawberry, no blueberry, none of that. Okay. Dude. Chocolate, mint. That's the thing. 
we have something in common. Mint chocolate, Mint chocolate chip, chip. That's my that's my jam. That's oh, my the green that. one, right? Yes. I mean, the green one is the the traditional color. You know, sure. I've been to some place like when I worked at Ben and Jerry's. Uh, our mint chocolate chip was white because they didn't use the green dye because it was artificial. Yeah. So, and people go, I want the mint chocolate chip. I go, I gave you the mint chocolate chip. It's not green. I go, what? The, read the sign. It's mint chocolate chip. You saw me scoop it up from you. Don't, don't start with me. But uh, yeah, I like I, the green is the green's the key. Even now, now I substituted it with these low calorie yogurt bars, these Yasso 100 calorie Greek frozen yogurt bars are supposed to be like ice cream bars. Their mint chocolate chip one is, it's on point. You don't know you're not eating a mint chocolate chip ice cream bar, but you're only eating 100 calories. It's fantastic. I'm going to have one after the show. How do you feel about the uh, mint chocolate Oreo things? They got the mixers at uh, Culver's. Oh, I'll, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm down with all that. I'll go. I haven't had. Molly got us a Culver's a month or so ago. Uh, we made the mistake of her going to get it. And then by the time I got home, it was kind of soupy. But yeah, I'll mm. throw that in there. I'll, I know you worked at Cold Stone. I'll throw some mint uh, mint chocolate. I, you know what's good? Andy's Candies. Get an Andy's Candies mixer in there with a nice chocolate ice cream. Forget about it. Fantastic. So yeah, ice cream. Ice cream was my downfall. Yeah. Um. I mean, I I will get larger than a small, but I always regret it. I well, yeah, always. It's, it's weird. Always get to the end, and I'm like. Ah, I've got a sugar rush. My tum tum doesn't love it. Uh, it's just my blood sugar is like through the. I just, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I should only ever get a small, but I don't. I get medium most of the time because that's I've I've scaled. Well, we don't. You know, I have, I don't do it that often. But it was a while ago. Debbie and I were leaving my mom's after an especially stressful day, and the Dairy Queen, the Dairy Queen near my mom's house, the one that I went to growing up, has been there since before I was born. So this thing is this this thing has been in Homewood, Illinois forever. And it's an old school walk up to windows. That's it. No brazier, no drive through, no nothing. They did at one point expand the parking lot a little bit. That was the huge uh, expansion of the Dairy Queen. They paved the parking lot and added uh, two giant logs that you could sit on out back. So that was it. Um, but we went and I was a little, you know, the menu has changed a little bit. They, they you know, but. Uh, it was, it was still good. I got myself a nice uh, medium, something I never do. Got a medium hot fudge sundae. I haven't had a hot fudge sundae, and I can't tell you when the last time I had a hot fudge sundae was. But it sounded good that night sitting in the car. Hmm. Cherries, nuts, whipped cream, the whole nine. To get the uh, hot fudge. I was going to say nuts. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't do nuts in my ice cream. So Ooh. that's where I draw the line, and my wife does. But so it's funny. So in if you're talking snack food, there's pretty much nothing that either of us won't eat, but I will not eat ice cream with nuts. And she won't what? eat mint chocolate chip ice cream. <gasps> so if I want, so if I buy Pringles and she gets to them first, they're gone. Trail mix, forget about it. She will invade anywhere in the house where I hide it, right? Like anything, but I know I'm safe with the mint chip ice cream. Really? So it's great. Yeah, wow. it's perfect. So I always get it like butter pecan or tur some kind of turtle ice cream or whatever that's got nuts in it because she's totally all about that. It's the best. We have a very good ice cream synergy and a very good pizza synergy uh, because she lets me get pepperoni, which is the only thing I really like. So, so what does she like? Or you don't care? 
you just want, you want to get pepperoni. <laughs> Listen, well, I don't care what she likes. We're getting pepperoni. Well, I told you about Roundheads, right? Did I tell you about Roundheads pizza? No. All right. This is a, this is the thing. All right. So where is Roundheads there, pizza? In Downers Grove. Okay. There was a place in I want to say Downers Grove uh, that was called Roundheads, and they, my buddy John, uh, who I visited in Minnesota, he went to pharmacy school at, here at Midwestern University, which is in Lombard. Okay. So every week when he was in pharmacy school for, I think like two or three years, every week he and his friends went to trivia night and they would get a giant football shaped pizza. And every week they got the Buffalo chicken pizza. They make this Buffalo chicken pizza with the Buffalo chicken on it. And they've got hot wing sauce on it. And we ordered it once and it's out of this world. Yeah. It sounds uh, great. And I would never normally order a Buffalo chicken pizza. I'll eat it, but I'd never normally get it. The last three months, Every Friday, my wife and I have ordered a buffalo chicken pizza from this place. Really? They actually called me on a Saturday, <laughs> day, the day after we ordered, and said, hey, listen, we're really short-staffed right now, and you're, you're a bit outside of our delivery range, and we just can't send drivers to you. So we really appreciate your business, but could you please use Grubhub? Because they the Grubhub uses its own drivers. Okay, so, sure, sure. And I was like, you know, I was ordering direct from the restaurant so that you would get all the money because Grubhub takes a cut. Yeah. But if that's the way it's got to be, that's the way it's got to be. So Can't we actually get it. Um, it's like 20 minutes. Um, I actually did drive there. I'll tell you why I drove there in a minute. Okay. I actually did drive there and I was like, this is like a full 20 minute drive, like no bones about it. So in no two ways about it. So, uh, so I, I get it. We actually got a Grubhub premium subscription, which gives you free delivery. It's like 10 bucks a month, but it cuts out the $5 delivery fee specifically because we always order from this place. <laughs> so, um, when I went to Minneapolis, I called them up and I said, Hey, look, I always order your Buffalo chicken pizza. My buddy, John's obsessed with it. I'm going to visit him in Minneapolis. Is there any way you guys would be able to prep a few buffalo chicken pizzas and then I could bring them and then bake them up there. And so she's like, well, people wanted to do that, but we weren't letting them. So let me check. We'll find out. She's like, okay, we can half bake them, but then you have to throw them in the oven at 400 degrees. And I'm wondering if there's like a safety thing because it is chicken. So like, they don't want to, they don't want to send out uncooked oh, raw chicken. Yeah. 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 Raw chicken. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Think, if, I, I'm guessing they don't put raw chicken on the pizza. I'm guessing it's, it's pre-cooked chicken. I would think it has so, to be. Yeah, it has to be. But they were very adamant about the 400 degrees, but I ordered four small pizzas and uh, I brought them up there and John was over the moon about these pizzas. So oh. long story short, the my exception to my pepperoni rule is, and, and by the way, Roundhead's closed, but their kitchen is now operating out of a bar called Another Round Bar and Grill. So I... It's not really right. Roundheads now. It's now another round bar and grill. Uh, but that's, I guess it's, they fused or maybe it was the same owner. But I think at the start of the yeah. pandemic, they closed Roundheads proper. I and do now, remember you saying that about yeah. the pizza place that closed and went into a bar. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's now known as another round, but highly okay. recommend their Buffalo chicken pizza. It is Ooh, it unbelievable. The people are super nice, but that's my exception to pepperoni. That's all I do. So my wife will eat that pepperoni. She'll do like spinach and mushroom or olives and mushroom or what. I mean, she's, she'll do the vegetarian stuff, but I'm just a straight pepperoni guy. Got to be pepperoni. Hmm. Yeah. I, Where are you at? You're sausage, right? I'm a sausage pepperoni. My ideal pizza is sausage, pepperoni, green pepper, and onion. Hmm. 
Um, I don't mind olives on there. I don't mind. Uh, I like a little garlic. I've had. I've dabbled with the jardinere. I've had some white chicken pizzas, which are really good. A, pe a pesto chicken pizza, which is great. I've had a buffalo. I, there was a place near our old house that made a really good buffalo chicken pizza too. And again, it's not like I don't think about it because I, growing up, it was cheese and sausage. That was all that was on the pizzas. Mm. Never, it didn't matter. We, um, that's what my dad ate, and so that's what we all ate. And then as as we got older, some of us got more experimental. Some of us stayed cheese and sausage, um, but the, I remember because I we were, I don't know why we were talking about this the other day. When we were kids, we went we used to go to Cape Cod every summer, up to a certain point. Where is that? And, in Massachusetts. Oh, so we'd go. We would drive, and one year oh. we were go. Yeah, it was horrifying. I never oh. knew this. Oh yeah, we had we would. It didn't last. I think. I think Michael, our my middle brother, was the last one. The two youngest ones, we never really went anywhere at that point because there were five of us. We were all scattered around. They were always in sports and stuff. Um, so there were there weren't the big vacations, but we would drive out to to. We usually had to borrow a car because our car was never great. So and and the whole family would do this. Whoever had the newest car in the family would lend the other family the car and then they take like our car. And so we drive out this, you could play the uh, Turkey in the straw and the banjo music for this, uh, this part of the story where it's <laughs> like, really, you guys traded cars. Sure. Um, we would also then, because there were at that point, there were five of us, my mom and dad and three of us. Um, my mom would pack a cooler. She would make chicken salad every year. A lot of ice in the cooler. And then we would go to the bakery, Pearson's Bakery in Homewood, and we would get Parker House rolls. And we would put the rolls on the back in the back window. So they'd be really warm by the time we stopped for like to like delicious right out of the oven when we stopped for lunch. So you'd have the hot rolls and the cold chicken salad. And that's what we'd eat at the rest area. We'd have lunch. Well, one year, and I'm getting back to, I know this has gone way off the pizza, but it's coming back. I, I see the end of the story. <laughs> one year on this, on one of our journeys, we went to Boston. And we're in Boston, and we're at this hotel, and my dad ordered a pizza for dinner. So we ordered a pizza, and he said sausage. We all heard him say sausage. Well, when the pizza came to the hotel, it wasn't sausage, it was pepperoni. And you would have thought somebody had taken a dump on a crust. That's how the entire family reacted to this pizza. It was like, what the hell is this? We had never had pepperoni before. We didn't know. My brothers and I didn't know what it was. And my dad, I'm sure he knew what it was, but he was not very adventurous when it came to dining. So it was like, oh, it was a horrible ordeal. And I remember there was screaming and crying. And I think my mom was picking the pepperonis off and throwing them in. Just eat the pizza. It was horrifying. But wow. now I love pepperoni. I, I love it. Uh, my brothers all eat it. So, you know, that one trip didn't uh, didn't really bother us. But normally, we've what we've started doing is if Molly's here, like if Debbie and I are just here, we we – I compromise and we just get sausage and pepperoni because that Debbie likes that. I like that. I won't add the other stuff. If Molly's here, Debbie and Molly are a ham people. Oh, you, uh, yes. Now not pineapple, but just ham. They like ham or Canadian bacon. So they'll, uh, they'll get like sausage and ham or pepperoni and ham. So we'll just get two smalls. 
you know, they'll get a small with what they want and I'll get a small with what I want. And then usually there's leftovers, which is fine for the next day, but then everybody gets what they want. Cause you know, when I think that's the best when you get into big groups, just order small ones. If it's just two people, then you got to compromise. But mm-hmm. you know, there were so many times it'd be like, you know, you're with a big group. Well, what kind of pizza do you guys like? Oh, I like this. And then it's, Oh my God. All right. Seriously. Do we have to, this is a nightmare. Just get your own pizza. I'll get my own pizza. We'll all have fun eating pizza and then we'll be together. That'll be fantastic. Won't that be fun? Well, I always end up over ordering the pepperoni pizza because if I'm in a group, let's say let's like five people, somebody will be like, uh, oh, yeah, I'll do spinach and mushroom. Yeah, I'll do spinach and mushroom, but I like anything, but I like anything. All right, cool. So you got like three people being going over in my wife. Let's say my wife says, I want spinach and mushroom. This is hypothetical. And then three people are like, yeah, I'll eat that. I'll eat that. Well, then the uh, spinach and mushroom comes, the pepperoni comes. Everyone eats a slice of both. And mm-hmm. I want like half a pizza. So yeah. I don't get half a pizza and then I get upset. So whatever because you're also want. looking at it you're also looking at a whole bunch of leftover spinach and mushroom pizza mm-hmm. that you know you don't want and i don't well, want i end up having to eat it because i don't get enough for myself so i always i always disproportionately like if there's a couple people that want a couple things i'll order like a separate entire even if no one expresses that they want a pepperoni pizza and let's say we only need like two mediums for the party i'll get like a medium of whatever they want and an extra large pepperoni because mm-hmm. i know they're gonna dig into my pizza and yep. uh, and i learned that lesson years ago and i have never been wrong i have never been no wrong. you're I never gonna always... be never gonna be wrong it's yeah. uh and, and listen, if you over order pizza who cares you're gonna eat it the next day but yes. people pe- there then there's some people who don't uh, i'm probably only gonna have one piece i'm not really hungry really you're sucking it up like a vacuum cleaner, you hog. Everybody, you know, everybody loves. No, you can't pass. I don't care who you are. The hardest part of my life uh, 10 years ago when I started uh, losing weight was not eating pizza. Especially because pizza was at the radio station all the time. There was mm-hmm. always Malnati's. There was always some some fine pizza that was there. You can't not eat pizza if it's in front of you. You, you, you just can't. Pizza is one of those things. You can pass up just about anything else. But if there's a pizza there, you're going to go, oh, I have a piece yeah. of pizza. I'll just grab, grab a little sauce. Grab a little corner piece. That's all right. I went to a thing last Wednesday, um, a retirement thing for uh, one of the ladies at school, and they had pizza. And I was like, oh, man, pizza. I, I'll probably just have one. No, you got it's You know, it's tavern. You got to get three, four pieces. You know, the not square. the big. Yeah, not the big New York slices. But, you know, it's when it's chopped up like that. Yeah. The the buffalo chicken pizza we get is so big they do the the uh, square style right yeah I, you know I never I never cared for that as a kid but I'm starting to really get into it because I like the crustless pieces do you well then you I can do. have pizza with me every time I hate the middle pieces oh I hate them no, I, I used to ends. I, I used to hate the middle pieces I would refuse to eat the middle but. I, now, whenever we get that buffalo chicken, now I'm just like maybe now, now maybe another round's pizza doesn't have great crust. Maybe that's why. But I I just generally lately I don't yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. No, I I'll eat them. But if I had my my dad, and it's funny we call them the corners, even though it's a circle. You know the four little trucks. Oh, yeah. My dad would grab those right away. It's like whoa, it, what nobody else? And I'm his in his mind he was probably like, hey, I'm paying for it. I'm the dad. I'm going to take the pieces I want. And we were like, but we all like the quarters. And now who does it? 
bam, me. That's why sometimes I can only get two corners because the other side has ham and whatever on it. So I'm like, ooh, drats, I've been foiled. I can only get the two corner pieces. <laughs> and they're usually the smallest, and they have almost no topping on them. It's basically just crusted sauce. Right. And maybe a tiny even... piece of sausage. There's something about the shape, though. Yeah. The shape and the crunchiness. It's just, I don't know. Listen, who knows? Who knows why we do half of what we do? Who knows what's going on in the world? God. God does. Uh, God almost struck me down this week. I was, I am jacked up on horse tranquilizer antibiotics. What'd you do? Nothing. That's the problem. So Tuesday night, we do our show, right? Goes yeah. great. Oh, we're having fun. Craig's here. You're here. I'm here. We do the show. Everything's done. I go downstairs. Oh man. Fantastic. I'm in a great mood. I go to bed. I wake up Wednesday morning and I step down and my left foot is in agony. Like the arch hurts, the toes. I look down, my entire foot is swollen and beet red. Imagine, well, imagine a beet with toes. That's what my left foot looked like. Ugh. Yeah. But I don't notice this at first because I put on my slipper and I'm, as I'm trying to pull my slipper and I'm like, man, my slipper is not going on. I don't know why it's not going on my foot. This is insane. But I jam it on there and I'm walking around all, you know, during the day and it hurts like hell. And finally, you know, I take, I go to get dressed and I look down and I'm like, yeah, my foot looks insane. Well, I was supposed to go to, I was supposed to go to this retirement shindig. All of a sudden, so now I'm panicked. And you remember me from back in back in the day, in my more prehistoric days, when I would guffaw at going to the doctor. Mm -hmm. You may also remember four years ago, we were doing a show on Sunday night in April, and my entire leg was swollen. We were talking about it on the air, how swollen my leg was and how it was different colors and blah, blah, blah. And I got home that night from the show, and a friend of ours who's a paramedic had called Debbie while we were on the air and said, when he gets home, if his leg feels hot, you got to take him to the emergency room. And I ended up in the hospital for three days. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. So this time I was like, huh, this kind of looks like the same thing, except it hasn't started moving up my leg yet. It made it to about my ankle. And now I like my doctor. He's part of a little practice. Um, we tried calling to see, because sometimes if you call and you go, hey, I got an emergency, they'll squeeze you in at the end of the day. I was getting taking a shower and getting ready to go, and I was having trouble walking and stuff. So Debbie goes, I'll try calling the doctor. She sat on hold for 50 minutes. They never picked up. Then she hung up, and she called again, and she was on hold for another 20 minutes. I was leaving the house. I said, all right, I where I was going for the retirement was three blocks from the doctor's office. I said, I'm going to walk in and see if I can get in or if they can get, she said, all right, I'll keep calling. It's about a 20 minute drive. I get there. I call before I go in. I go, did you get through? No. This is the kind of customer service that makes everybody become a Karen because I walked in and they were like, hi, do you have an appointment? I said, no, that's the problem. Uh, I've been on the phone twice, once for 50 minutes and once for 20 minutes um, trying to get through because I'm having an issue. And I was wondering if there was any chance if I could get uh, in to see the doctor today uh, before you guys close up. And they're like, no, we're sorry. He's all booked up. 
like, okay, uh, can I get in tomorrow? Well, he doesn't come to two, but there's, there's a group. And I said, listen, I'll see anybody. So they get in, but they, they couldn't have, when I said that we had been on hold for all that time, they could not have cared less. It was like, I told them that there was air outside and they were like, yeah, duh. Of course there's air outside. Um, but anyway, I go to the doctor next day, but now by Thursday morning, things had gone, uh, things had gone horribly wrong with my foot. My second, my big toe was like Fred Flintstones, only burgundy. Uh, my middle toe looked like one of those Vienna uh, sausage links, only oh. the deepest red you've ever seen. Oh, that's a pretty picture. Yeah. Well, I like to paint pictures with words, Cody. That's what I do. Uh, no, Marta was guessing blood clot for 500. That is not correct. It is the, uh, it's the, it's uh, cellulitis. I got cellulitis again which is they it's an infection that gets in the bloodstream and they say usually it gets in through a cut. Now, the first time I got it, I know it got in through a cut because I'd cut my big toe when we were on vacation. Um, this time there was no cuts on my foot anywhere. No cuts, no scrapes, no scratches, no abrasions of any sort. So I don't know how I got it. And the doctor was a little panicked. He's like, all right, listen, I'm going to give you this, this antibiotic. This is the same antibiotic that uh, same antibiotic that you would get if we had you on an IV. So you're going to take it, but today's Thursday. I'm not here on the weekend. If things start looking bad over the weekend, you got to go to the emergency room right away. I was like, okay. He said the first two days, it's just the first two days of the antibiotic is just to kind of keep it at bay. Keep it where it is. Uh, I want to see you Monday, but over the weekend, he kept saying over the weekend, if things get bad, you got to go to the emergency room. You got to go to the emergency room. I'm like, Wow. All right, Panicky Jones. This is not the kind of bedside manner I want. I don't want my doctor all alarmed. Well, I started, I've never, have you ever had a medication where you get the side effects that they print on the paper at Walgreens? You know, you get the paper with your prescription. It tells you all the crazy side effects. Have you ever actually experienced side effects? I don't think I have. I never have either until this. Oh no. Um, well, I'm, I'm very tired and I'm getting the intestinal side effect, but the worst one was this one gives me a horrible taste in my mouth. Like I took it, I started taking it Thursday, Friday morning. I, cause I'm supposed to, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Anyway, I take it and I take a sip of coffee and my coffee tasted awful. Like somebody had melted down a fork and put it in my cup. And I was like, Oh, this is horrible. But I didn't say anything. Then I ate some breakfast and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is atrocious. And I said something to Debbie. I go, uh, later I go, Hey, how do you, how do you like this new coffee that we got? She goes, Oh, I really like it. It's, you know, we've had it before. It's, it's really good. And I'm like, Hmm. I said, good. I'm glad you said that before I told you why I'm asking. I said, cause it, it tastes like, you know, somebody strained uh, coffee through the, my underpants. This is what the coffee tastes like. Oh no. So then she goes, well, you better read and see if that's one of the side effects or else you're going to have to go, you know, you got to call the doctor. Well, it is. It's one of the side effects that you get a bad taste in your mouth. So now I take it after my meals. So I'm all done eating. But the other night we had some, uh, we had some wine with dinner and I had a little bit of wine left. So I finish dinner. I take my medicine. We're sitting down, uh, watching TV. I have my little bit of wine left. I go to take a drink of wine. It tasted 180 degrees from what it tasted like when we had it at dinner. It was the most foul, 
unbelievably bad taste I have ever experienced. And I've, I've had Malort. I've had all sorts of things in my mouth that I probably shouldn't have had, but, uh, this was, oh man. So that's the only, you know, that's the thing. But I went back to the doctor yesterday and it's still not great, but it's better. It was better enough. It was better enough where he was like, whew, I was really worried that we were going to have to hospitalize you, but seems to be moving in the right direction. So finish the medicine and then, you know, uh, then we'll see. And if it's, then it, I like when the doctors do this, where they leave it up to you. And then when you finish with the medicine, you can look. And if you think you need some more, uh, you know, just call me and I'll <laughs> refill the prescription. I'm like, I don't think I'm the guy who really uh, should be making those medical decisions, doctor, knowing my past and knowing what I'm sure will be my future, uh, making bad medical choices is probably not the thing to do. Mm. So that was all, that was all since we talked last. Wow. Yeah. So I'm hobbling around and Debbie's yelling at me because I'm supposed to be, they tell you, you know, they tell me sit and keep your foot up. Well, I can't, I, I got stuff to do. I can't be sitting around with my foot up like a, you know, like I'm lazing about like right. I'm King Henry the eighth. I got stuff to do, you know? So today when I was hauling the bags of soil, she's like, how's your foot? I go, oh, it's kind of sore. Well, see, you did too much. <laughs> I wasn't going to drag the bags of soil and fill the holes. Not the dogs. Bless you. Thank you. So uh, that, was, that was what's going on. Well, um, feel better. Get well soon. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. That's uh, no, I mean, I, I told you about the time. I, well, I mean, you, you know, like a month ago, right. When I just like my stomach was like, yeah, not doing the show. Right. When you another, dropped in the middle of the show. Yeah, what was the neck thing? I had to take half a sick day in January or February, I think, because my neck just just exploded. Like I, <laughs> I, I literally, what did I do? I looked down. I think I was in the bathroom or something. I looked down to like grab, uh, I don't know, my, maybe my glasses after I showered or my contacts or something. I don't remember what I, I looked down to. But I literally, I looked down to get something. And I pulled something and there was just like, ah, oh, ow. And I could not, like, I, I sat at my computer and then I stood up at my computer and I, like, I, I got on Slack and I told my coworkers, I was like, I'm literally in pain no matter what position I'm in. And I have to go lay down and <laughs> take ibuprofen and I can't work. And I took a sick day from home wow. when I wasn't sick because I, I could so you I hurt laid, yourself at home doing nothing. Yeah. I laid down on my, on uh, my couch downstairs and I, I like put a little pillow on it and I was like, there's exactly one position and I'm just like, my face is all smushed and I'm just like, oh. uh, I can't move. My baby was like, uh, you know, tiny. And was he, was he like kind of crawling around and pulling himself up on stuff yet? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but yeah, I was, I was done. I was done. So that was wow. fun. And it was like, yeah, it was, it was that same kind of thing. I have a family member that recently back, just like my back no longer works all of a sudden yeah. from like bending over to do something. So yeah, I don't know. It's like the dumbest weird things. Yeah. Weird things. things. Like they, he still can't figure out what happened here, but we've all had those dumb injuries where it's just, oh, uh, and you're like, what's happening to me? Marta says Henry VIII had gout and horrible legs. Yeah. That's why I made the analogy. Cause I knew Henry VIII had bad legs. Of course he knew that. The King of Dorne had gout. Really? Mm -hmm. Who was the King of Dorne? I don't remember. He got killed. Uh, but uh, 
chat. I just, I like, was looking over and thinking, and then a chat was like, zip, and then it was a funny chat. Carol said, I have a non sequitur question. Cody, wet. Yeah, <laughs> it just stopped. That is the most non sequitur question ever because it's not even a complete word. Yeah, Cody, W H E. Uh, oh. oh, oh, has my hair gotten darker lately? Uh, well, when I use more gel, sometimes it appears a little darker. Um, so because I, I did shower and use gels today, perhaps. Uh, I don't think overall it has. It just depends That's on how much product is in it. Maybe it's your um, lighting, too. Could be your could lighting. Could be the lighting, too. Because last week, because I, yeah, actually I actually turned down the lighting a little bit. Last week, I don't think I had showered that day. So the product wasn't as like fresh. And so that changes it. So, yeah. yeah but yeah, the product does definitely have a bit of an impact on the, on the color. Of course, it's so humid today. It's just like. Fluffy. It is very humid. I don't mind. Listen, I don't mind the heat, but I hate the humidity. Oh, hey. Crazy, right? Let's Crazy. talk about that for two hours. <laughs> oh, my good. And how about that traffic? That's Saturday. I like would like for it to rain. Got? I want it I wouldn't to rain. mind some rain. I wouldn't mind a little rain because, you know, and you're a, you're a homeowner now, so you understand the lawn is starting to look a little brown after the first few months of it being so lush and green. Uh, so the lawn is not looking great. And then, uh, you know, then it would give Debbie a day off watering all the flowers. Cause we've turned the backyard into a little oasis. Now we have flowers. Uh, I hung up some hooks on the fence. So we got flowers there and flowers on Ooh. shepherd's hooks and flowers everywhere. Oh, flowers everywhere. I'm a softie that way. I love, I love having flowers around. No, me too. And the, the manual, uh, the manual watering things, manual watering. It's so hard to manually water. No, I mean, I water my flowers, but. I, I'm not like I have a couple planners, uh, window planners from my balcony, and I'm like not really motivated to go outside. I, I like I today, so I do uh, so to exercise and and not just sit in a chair all day every day and just slowly die best. in my house and not go anywhere. Uh, I do <laughs> when you're not breaking your neck. When I'm not breaking my neck, I do DDP yoga every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've been really good. I'm like six weeks in. It's great. Nice, nice, nice routine. I'm very proud of myself. It's, it hadn't worked out in a while. I'm feeling good. And then Tuesday, Thursday is my off day, and I, I pencil on my schedule. I'm like, have lunch around now, or maybe take a slight, a small jog, or at least just go for a little walk around the neighborhood. And today I did that. Uh, it was like that gif from The Simpsons where Grandpa Simpson walks into like the gentleman's club or whatever and like puts his hat down, sees Bart, just like turns around, grabs the hat, puts it on, and walks back out. <laughs> I like walked out of my porch. I was like, do, 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 and scene. And I just like, <laughs> where I was, no, no, there's no, it's not nice to be out right this second. So I'm just not going to do it. But yeah. See, I don't like, I don't mind it if, as long as I'm not going somewhere where I have to be dressed up. Like to go out and work in the yard in this kind of weather, I that's fine. To take a walk, to do like recreation, yard work, that kind of stuff, I'm cool with. But if I have to be dressed up and be out in this, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Or if I, you know, you got to go, you got to go somewhere, court or wherever it is that you go, and <laughs> you have to wear pants and stuff. Nah, forget about it. But I'm also not far from my air conditioned house to my air conditioned car. It's not, you know, it's not like I'm standing in the middle of a prairie in a black suit. You know, I'm not some uh, prospector undertaker. I don't have to dig a grave and then stand out there and give a eulogy in a black wool suit. I'm going from, you know, house that has nice air conditioning to a car that has air conditioning. Yeah. I don't have the cooled seats, though. One day, one day, Cody, 
I'm going to have the kind of radio uh, career that Craig has, and I'm going to get a car with cooled seats so they I can have, keep my butt nice and cool. They have that? Of course they do. If you have money, why would you want your ass to sweat in the car? No, but how are you going to have luxurious leather seats? It's just the same way they have heated seats. Do, do you have heated seats in your car? Yeah, yeah, but they just blow hair up your butt? Uh, hair. They blow yeah, they blow hair, hair up, up your butt. It tickles your, it tickles your fancy, if you know what I'm talking about. They blow air up your butt. That's it. I think it, I, I don't know how it works because I don't have that kind of coin. You know, I don't, I, I'm not an engineer with GM or insert, insert car company name here. All right. How but yes, do... they have, they have heated and cooled seats. All right. With perforated inserts and integrated fans, an icy stream of air relieves the stickiness usually oh, associated that's with leather. Right. Upholstery. That sounds fantastic. Oh, because if you have leather seats and you're wearing shorts, sometimes your the back of your thighs stick to the seats. The ladies in their short skirts getting all swampy on those leather seats. They've been around since 2017. I know, all, but Kia I know, Soul, but, Hyundai Sonata, Lincoln Continental. You got to pay a lot extra for the cooled seats. Yeah. I like the heated ones. I'm not, listen, I'm not crying poor mouth. I have heated seats, so I'm fancier than some people, my wife included. Um, but yeah, one day, it's good to have goals and dreams. One day, one day I'm going to be able to drive around with cool air blowing up my crack. Just keep, <laughs> keeping me chilled. Maybe it'll cut down on my road rage. You know, if I'm, a, if I'm a Brian Icy Bottom, I'm staying nice and cool. Crank it up that to the to maximum so that when I get out, my ass is so cold it actually is uh, petrified. It's frozen. Like I, my legs won't work. My my ass will be so cold. That's the goal. <laughs> to drive around so long that my bottom becomes like an Eskimo pie. Wow. What would you do for a Klondike bar? You're not going to have to find out. Just touch my ass. It's going to be that cold. It's going to be like dry ice. If anybody ever, you know, I get out and somebody goes, man, that's a fine backyard, and they go to touch it, their fingers are going to stick to it. Like uh, the kid in the Christmas story who put his tongue on the light pole. Yeah. That's how that's how cold my ass is going to be. That's vivid. Someday. Vivid. Again, I am an artiste with verbiage. You are. That you are. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I paid to. Hey, I need to know if your son's still mad at you. Last week, your son was giving you the stink eye. What, didn't want anything to do with you because you abandoned him for three days. No, actually, has he come back? Has he come back to the fold? Actually, last night, um, my spouse was teaching a online yoga class from seven to eight, and it was like seven thirty. He's rubbing his eyes, and he was oh. looking sleepy, and he was like, "I was like, you gotta stay awake, but you gotta stay awake till she's done, so she can say goodnight to you and do the bedtime stuff." So we're downtown and do the downtown. bedtime stuff. Yeah, do the bedtime stuff. So we're downstairs and uh, read him a story, and he's like. Kind of crawling around a little bit and stuff, and then I uh, picked him up, put him on the couch. He's like on the back of the couch, grabbing blankets and stuff and whatever. And I'm just kind of laying there, and I he like laid down. And I made some sound effects and he laughed, and then he just like got comfy and he, he just passed out. He just fell asleep, and he <laughs> never does that with me anymore. I when he was like a couple months old, like the first few months, he slept. I slept with him all the time. Like I would just like take him. I'm like nap time, baby, let's go. Like I was just like downstairs and playing video games. He's on my chest. It's great. He hasn't done that in like a few months. So he just like passed out right at me. And it's so cute. It's so cute. It's very not well. Good. I'm glad you guys have uh, 
repaired your relationship. Yeah. Would have been a long, painful life if he was holding a grudge from less than a year. This oh, this month is your first Father's Day. Couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Get prepared to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible but true. No, it'll that'll be this year. You're now you're gonna start getting the world's greatest dad mugs and uh you know, the first few years, you know, he doesn't have anything to do with it. So it's, uh, you know, you're, if if something comes, it's from uh, your spouse, your wife. Mm -hmm. But she keep, that'll be nice. She keeps asking me what I want. And, I, and uh, like you, well, similar. I was like, uh, I would like to play Final Fantasy 14 for four hours straight. There you go. So you want your, that's your piece of quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you're going to have any better luck getting your piece of quiet than I have for the last 25 years, <laughs> getting my piece of quiet. I've tried it yeah. on my birthday. I've tried it on Father's Day. Um, doesn't really. Now I've given up even asking for it. I know it's not coming. So wow. now it'll become uh, like I'm. I'm sure they'll do something nice. Um, but now it'll be like, well, what do I want to cook on Father's Day? What do I want to? What do I want to smoke? Because I bust out the smoker uh, last week or the Sativa, week before. Indica. Oh no, I haven't. I no. This week I didn't go back to the weed. The devil's cabbage. I left it alone. I yeah. don't. I don't. Again, after last, after the last time, I, I'm not hankering to go. Not eager to make a run back. Sure. If it happens, it happens. But yeah. Eh, eh, nah. If I slip, yeah. If I slip you twenty milligrams of edibles, it, it happens. Just... Well, if I'm in a, if I'm in a, I'm not saying I'm never gonna. If I, if we're at a thing and and the mood is right, but the mood if, was not. We got to, you know, it's got to be the right mood. I, I need right. my mood enhanced. If cats the, comes back, that's what you're saying. Uh, if cats comes back, the one thing that I will ingest is going to be shot into my head at unbelievable speeds, uh, <laughs> and it'll be made of lead. Because there's no, but speaking of that, did you see the first pre-sale for the first Broadway in Chicago production went on sale yesterday or today? It went on sale today. The tickets went pre-sale tickets went on sale today. So Broadway in Chicago is coming back. Ooh. Everything is opening up. Are you excited that Friday we turn into the Wild West? Everything's back open. The world is going back to the way it was. What? Wow. You really need to leave your office. Friday, phase five, grand reopening. The world is back. Full Where? capacity everywhere. Everywhere. All of Illinois, Chicago, all of Illinois. The only place you have to wear masks now are public transportation, schools, hospitals. Uh, and if a business still has the, uh, you know, a business or a town can make their own rules. So if you go to a place, they can still say, we want you to wear masks, but everything else, come on, baby. Full capacity at ball games and festivals and weddings and movie theaters and gymnasiums. No masks anywhere. How are you feeling but about that? You look not, scared. You look I scared. know it's, it's like, multi, like multinational corporations, like Walgreens, CVS, movie theaters, right? Like they won't necessarily have the policy. So it's, it, it still is not, you know what I mean? 
Well, there's no, they're saying if you're, if you are not, um, if you're not vaccinated, you are still strongly urged to wear a mask and stay socially distanced if you're inside. But, you know, the numbers are down. Everything is where it's supposed to be. There's no risk. According to the uh, Dr. Audrey from Chicago, there is no risk to the health system at this point, and the numbers, the parameters are way down. There is a widely available vaccine. So, yeah, let's go, look, baby. Look, dude, I'm excited. I just, like, I've, I still, I you, you said a number of exceptions, right? So, like, I'm, it's still going to, I'm still not going to know. Like, I'm still going to carry a mask around everywhere. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, you carry one with you. If you're, going I... to a, if you're going to the hospital or the doctor's office, you got to wear a mask. If you're taking the bus, which you know, no, but... or, or the train, you got to wear a mask. No, but individual... if you're going into a school, you got to wear a mask. Right. But individual businesses can also say it. So, like, if, like, CVS corporate probably, like, I don't know how these big businesses work, right? But, like, they've already started a... easing up. Okay, and a lot of them have, right? But like, I, I don't know every single one individually. So like Home Depot has a big corporate office and they might be like, hey, to keep our employees safe and they're sending internal memos and they've got like their executive board is like, well, we got to keep our people safe, you know? And, uh, oh yeah, I suppose we got people to keep people, keep our people safe. So the company policy, like, you know, nationwide is going to be, everybody's got to wear masks and like, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I don't know. Then let's say Home Depot like has an Illinois regional manager or something for the state. And then they're like, well, they're easing it up here. So we're going to be the exception. But like that, that their ability to do that is dependent on their corporate communications, like internally. So like mm -hmm. if they can't get on the phone with like the guy that's like the head of HR for the whole, you know, corporation, then like they may not be able to let them know. Or maybe they're just saying like for simplicity's sake and because we don't want to like dump a bunch of man hours into like constantly revising our mask strategies maybe we're just going to keep it as like everyone just wear a mask nationwide like and CVS or they're just going to say they're just going to say you follow your local yeah man your, your local rules so if might, you are in illinois well i went i it's funny that you bring up home depot i went to home depot today to get my bags of soil i had a mask on the employees had masks on. Most of the people did, but there was no, I looked because I was wondering, there was no signs at the door now about wearing masks and they used to have the signs. Mm -hmm. So theoretically I didn't have to wear a mask in there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I and did, I did, but I did. And, and I, everybody else going in had one on. So I was like, okay, I don't care. I'll, like you said, I'll have one with me. I keep a couple in the car. So if I do go to a small business and they say, hey, man, we're still, you know, we're still doing masks. Okay, that's cool. I'll, I'll do it. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I was in, where did I go? Costco yesterday. And, uh, yeah, there was a lot of people not wearing masks. No, I went to Jewel like two days ago, and I didn't wear a mask inside. Because <gasps> I wore it wearing in, and it said on the thing, it was like, if you're vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, we encourage you to wear a mask. So I walked in, I was wearing it, look around, there's three people not wearing it. So I was like, oh, I'll take it off. I will yeah. be happy and consider this whole thing over when I don't have any question about whether to wear it right. and I don't feel any social obligation or pressure to wear it or not wear it. And that's right. still a long way off. It is a long so way off. I I like I really like Friday. I, that sounds great. I'm glad that festivals can open and like more stuff will be open. But like on a day to day basis, when I go out in my local community to a place, I'm still kind of unclear 
uh, until right. I walk up to the door of that establishment on exactly what's expected of me. Well, and that's and not going to change. Yeah. And uh, yeah, until it's that's that's forever away. So, yes, good for Friday. But like, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not looking at it as like, oh, my God, everything is like perfect now. It's like things oh, are no. still weird. Things it's are still, still weird. weird. And let's look around the globe. This is not uh, this is not over by any chance. Uh, I saw one doctor say, listen, we're not the pandemic isn't over. We have just reached a point where we have done what we're supposed to do, and now we can start resuming activities. Mm -hmm. But the pandemic is still raging globally. Yeah. You know, it's so we still, and we have to watch the worst thing that can happen. And I don't think it's going to. Um, the worst thing that could happen is the numbers all of a sudden start shooting way up again uh, with some of these variants, which I don't think they will. I, I wish. This is all I'll say about the vaccines. I wish the people who aren't getting it and not the ones who are, aren't doing it for health reasons or whatever, you know, just the ones who are being stubborn. I wish those people would change their mind um, because it's sad that other countries would kill for the amount of vaccines that we have. And we're just going, nah, we need to get a bike or some free beer before we're going to get a vaccine. So that's all. But I'm, I'm happy about it. I, you know, um, where did we, I forget what we did a week or so where we went inside somewhere. Debbie and I went inside and it was like, oh, you know, they still wanted masks and stuff. So we did that, but I'm looking forward to going to the store without having to wear a mask, you know? Um, you know, I'm looking but, forward to Summerfest. Really? Up in Milwaukee. Just announced, really? just announced yesterday that uh, headlining in one of the amphitheaters on September 11th, one night only, Dave Chappelle. I saw that. Yes. Are you going to try to get tickets? To yeah. Summerfest? Now, I got an email today, and I'm kind of mad about it. The first thousand people that use a link in this email to sign up for a one-year subscription of Luminary will get early access per uh, ticket purchase. Luminary is the... Uh, the Netflix of podcasts. Remember that launched a couple of years ago. Luminary is a paid streaming service for podcasts and they have oh. exclusive podcasts. You can only get on Luminary. It raised the whole ruckus in the podcast community because everybody's like the whole point of podcasts is that they're free. This is stupid. You can get all the other podcasts everywhere else. Blah, blah, blah. People, everybody was in a tizzy about it. The kid that founded it is some like 27 year old trust fund kid whose parents bankrolled the whole thing. It's, just, it's all garbage. All but right. I was so annoyed because it's like 35 bucks for an annual subscription. I want to buy tickets for me and some of some of my friends. And part of me was just like, Ugh, do I give this stupid company 35 bucks so that I can get early access? I'm not going to, it's only a thousand nah. tickets they're getting, but yeah, tickets go on sale Thursday. I'm sure it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, oh, yeah. I am. I'm coordinating with a couple friends to see because I, I have a friend in, up in Milwaukee um, that I'm going to see if she wants to. Uh, she and her boyfriend want to go, but uh, I really want. Summerfest is great. I know. I've never been. You talk about uh, it all the time. Well, and this is. I hopefully I'll be able to. Uh, hopefully I'll be doing some uh, some broadcast from there because last Ooh. time uh, last well it was what about two years ago for Summerfest whatever I the first run through it uh, that I was at TMJ. I did some shows from Summerfest. That was, I interviewed, um, what was that song? It was a big hit, Walking on the Moon or something. Uh, something on the Moon was the the band. That was uh, Shut Up and Dance With Me. Remember that song? Yes. Yes. So they were playing there. 
and I had arranged to do an interview with the band before they did the show. Well, so I get to summer and Molly and her friend came with and Debbie came with, and I was broadcasting from the WTMJ mobile trailer right along the lake. It was very pretty. Um, and they were at this, they were down at one of the stages and they kept pushing the, the time back. And I'm like, well, I gotta be on the air at, you know, a certain time. And I went down and I, I was talking to the producer. I'm like, all right, I'm doing the interview. I'm going to get there and I'll be racing back. And they had somebody waiting for me at the trailer. Cause I did the interview. It went really well. They were really nice kids. Uh, and I'm running and imagine me running through Summerfest with my tape recorder, uh, the, the digital recorder and handing it off to somebody who then drove it back to the station so they could get it ready to play during my show. Wow. It was insane. That's awesome. It was insane. But Molly, you know, Molly got to meet him and it was, oh, it was a big thing. And they, they were, again, it was, you know how, when we would have people in for interviews, they were always amazed that like, we knew stuff about them because you know, that's what we do. We research because our you interviews. Do, no, because you do a ton of prep and you are better than most radio hosts. Well, I don't know about You're being that. humble. That's the way it is. I've worked with a lot of radio hosts. I've worked with more radio hosts than you have. And That's trust true. me, you're in the top. Well, so I knew stuff and I had like some, uh, and this was, I hadn't confirmed it till the drive up. So I'm, I had done some pre-prep and then I have Molly and her friend Googling stuff in the back and kind of telling me things. And there was a weird story about a house they recorded their album in and it was haunted. And I brought that up and they're like, how did you know that? <laughs> so. You know, but they're really nice kids. So I'm hoping this long story short, hoping maybe I can uh, finagle a little, uh, you know, media credentials. Well, oh man, that'd be sick. Also, September 18th, playing at uh, I think somewhere around there, playing at Summerfest. I think the last night of Summerfest is Guns N' Roses. So if I you saw get an that. interview, if you get an interview with Axel or Slash, uh, I am coming. To okay, to be the, my technical producer. I'm going to follow you, whether okay. anyone lets me or not. It will happen. That's, uh, this, it's going to be strange. I'm glad Summerfest is back. Um, it's going to be strange because it's you know in September and it's over a different period. But um, the, you know what makes it so good? They have a they have a permanent place for it. Mm -hmm. So the stages are permanent. It's not. It doesn't feel thrown together. Not that you know. Not that most festivals feel thrown together. But there's a difference. When yeah. you have a, a paved park and all the stages have their own areas and there's infrastructure for bathrooms and the bathrooms are all in, you know, in buildings. Uh, and it's just, and it's beautiful right along the lake. It's, it's just fun. It's fun. So, you know, but that is that. So are you still going, are they, they're still playing Guns N' Roses still at Wrigley Field, right? That got moved to September. Oh. And it got moved to like a couple days before Summerfest. So I, I don't mind it. Actually, it's better because it was on a Wednesday in July. Right. Uh, now it's on a Thursday in September. So it'll be cooler, hopefully. Um, right. You don't have to have take to the entire week off. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I've already requested the days off. Um, my wife will only have to take a, a, an extra day off. So uh, it'll be, it'll be, nice. it'll be pretty awesome. And then I, and then there's no reason for me. Cause you know, part of me was like, well, you know, I, I really like seeing them. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll add their Summerfest show, but it's like the same week. So there's no right. reason to see them at Wrigley Field and then at Summerfest. So now I, now I don't have to like, unless have you're really engagement. crazed. 
I am crazy. You really need to, you know, if you really need to see him, man, come on. I do, I do, but I don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Go. They're so they're gonna because there's a couple different amphitheaters up there, and so Chappelle must be at the big one. Yeah, he's at the at the big the big probably amphitheater if they're selling tickets because the rest of them you don't have to. The rest of them are all included. Yeah, this one I think you have to have a ticket. Yeah, so that's good. So, cool. well, yeah. I, that will be fun. Wish you me know. luck. Who knows? Luck. When did when do they go on sale? Thursday. Thursday. Uh, if you're on the Summerfest email list, so y'all better subscribe if you want to try and get it. And then yeah. general sale Friday, but they'll be. I mean, they'll be Thursday. Gone. I'm sure they'll fly they'll off. Be gone. Everybody's. You know, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a huge show. The whole, the whole thing, all their, all their headliners, even the one, you know, they had some cancel that were supposed to come back this year, but they always fill them in. Uh, Bob, uh, I think it's Bob Babish is his name. He's the talent guy up there. He's been booking Summerfest for years and years and years. Uh, he does, they do a great job nice. getting them in. So I've, I've hosted the Summerfest preview show a number of times. Well then. Yes. Where I do again way too much prep because all I have to do is go. Oh, what about the main stage? That's gonna be wild. <laughs> they go, yeah. Then he gives me all the rundown. But uh, that is that. Anything else? Uh, anything else we need to cover today? I don't really have a whole lot. Uh, Sam, when you disconnected for a minute, I was just, uh, a little low energy. Just, you know, random. You know, just general sleep deprivation, overworked, all that stuff. But I'll, I'll rally. You got the child. You got. You know, you know we all got. Uh, Lives. It's crazy. Craig but is asleep always, now. But you always bring it. Even when you got legs falling off and stuff, you're always able to bring it. Usually I can bring it even if I'm like whatever, but I don't know. Tonight is just kind of like, uh, I'm a professional, Cody. Let's you be are. honest. I am you a professional. Are. So uh, that's what I do. I do mm -hmm. professional things professionally. Yeah. Uh, and then I spend a lot of time complaining about my internet service, hoping to get more than a $15 refund. I would. I don't want a refund. Here's what I want. I want my internet. That's all. Yeah. Uh, I want my dogs to stop digging up my yard. You know, I have, I have, I'm a simple man with simple needs. I guess I'm a simpleton. Wait, what? That can't be right. Uh, that doesn't sound right at all. Nah. So anyway, but uh, that's that. All right. Well, listen to Craig. Uh, you can listen to Craig. He's not here, but you can listen to him Monday through Friday from three to six on WMBD. I even left the pause in there for you to do it. You didn't do I it. I was pausing to drink water because I didn't know that was coming first. NBD. NBD. Uh, you can listen to him on IBC. Now we'll get to Cody's. Uh, Cody, every day. You, you got to listen to Cody. Why are you, what are you doing not listening to Cody every day on the Curiosity Daily podcast? The website's right there, curiositydaily.com. If you're not giving yourself a few minutes to get smarter with science, then really, we got no use for you. You know, what are you, a simpleton? By, by the king of simpletons? <laughs> The mayor of, there was a song, The Mayor of Simpleton. That was I used to like that song. I can't it's remember. Who, I can't remember who did it. Uh the mayor of Simpleton. For the mayor of Simpleton. So word of the remember night. We need to start we need to start doing a word of the day, like on uh Pee Wee's Playhouse, where whenever the word is uttered, we all just go like ah, ah. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, Craig, I know Craig's got like the he's got a soundboard thing. I didn't catch a douche canoe reference tonight. Mike did send one. Oh, I saw it, and you were in the middle of a story, so I did not want to. Uh, I didn't want to uh, interrupt you. He said humidity. I think he said humidity is a douche, douche canoe. Yes, the humidity mm -hmm. is a douche canoe. So Mike did come through with a douche canoe reference. So we thank Mike again. 
We thank everybody uh, who was on there. Uh, Marta was asking if my neighbor's house starts talking to you. Marta, next week, I didn't bring the picture this week because Craig wasn't here and he was the one demanding proof. Next week, I will have a picture of the house with a face that I was arguing with. Again, not the uh, people in the house, the house itself. So I will have that picture next week. Yes, Mike said XTC. Marta said XTC. They they are both correct. I wish we had prizes, but we need corporate sponsors to have prizes. Uh, mm. But XTC did the mayor of Simpleton. Uh, they don't like to perform in public. Huh. There's a fun fact. Now, we're, now it's like trivia. Trivia with a fun fact. Weird. XTC cool. and they don't are they agoraphobic? It's the worst kind of band. Band that never leaves the house. The ultimate garage band because they can't go out in public. Very on brand band. Very nice. Uh so listen to Cody every day. Curiosity Daily. What's coming up this week? What do you know? Do you know what's on tomorrow? God, I know. Uh, uh I know tomorrow there's a guy that wrote a book called Subtract. Ooh. The science of less. And he talks about how uh we humans are primed to always think that to make something better we need to add things when in fact we often overlook that we can remove things to make it better yeah that's pretty cool that sounds fascinating pretty cool you know what instead of trying to add more time to this to make it better we're just going to end it and subtract ourselves from your evening and hopefully Zip. everything is better so thank you for watching thank you for listening don't forget you can uh subscribe to this on all your podcast platforms smash that like button hit subscribe mm -hmm. is that what the kids say cody smash it and hit it and like it and uh, tell people about it and uh, listen to cody and we'll talk to you next week same bat time same bat channel bye cody cheers though cheers cheers agua por favor. water Great. Ditto. Marta, you are very welcome. And now we bid you all a good night.